Welcome to the real deal with me, Larry Lawton and Ben. What's up? We are on a Monday. I'm excited for a great week coming up. We got a lot going on. And Ben's is going to be uh, talking about the website. We're going to be talking about a whole bunch of stuff coming up this week. We have the cigar launch in, uh, well, three weeks, about three weeks, give or take. October 3rd. October 3rd. We got the book, Gangster Redemption. We got some deals going with that. That's going to be great. The Crooked Diamond Cigar is out. Again, uh, last show, we'd like to thank our former guest, uh, the CEO, uh, Corey of, of Oliva. We had a good show, and, you know, they sponsor our show, so we do uh, talk very... And they, listen... Smoking Oliva right now? Absolutely. We had a great, you know... Listen, we talk about it anyway. We like cigars. It's not like we just uh, got a cigar, and now we like it. I mean, you've been smoking cigars for about 12 years. You've been smoking cigars for about 40. About four, only 12 years for you? It's about... Wow, I thought it was longer than that. Mm -mm. You know so much about fucking cigars. You're like a guy I know who's bald and a goatee, and if he reads something on the internet, he knows everything about it. Larry fucking Lawton. Hey, you know the guy, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> 12 years. No, listen, I've been smoking cigars for 12 years, but I've smoked my first cigar way previous to that. 12 years is when I started picking up cigars on a daily basis. Oh, uh, you mean? Then, oh. I've been smoking multiple cigars a day every day for, for 12 years. Oh, like me, you know what that says, sign of? That's when you started making money. <laughs> That's not a lie. I also sold my first company 12 years ago. There you so. go. Uh, you know, first of all, there's a couple things I want to talk about today. We got a great day. I I'm going to get into the cigars. We're going to get into the stuff going on, how busy we are. And it's fun. Listen, but sometimes don't, don't tell me it doesn't get to you. Because, you know, I have to go out. I have to get away. I run away. And, and, and people though, what do you mean you run away? I get in my RV alone. And I go somewhere. You just pick a direction and go. I mean that. And, and you know what happens? I end up somewhere. And you know, you said, you know, Jason, our, the guy, he's on the couch. But Jason, who who's on the show with us, he always talks about getting an RV and then living in the mountains or something that he, because he's content. And I get that. I don't say much about that to him, but I get it. The reason I get it is just sometimes you just want to beat yourself. You want to fucking sit there. You want to do whatever the fuck. You want to jack off or something. Okay, write it down. The, uh, it's uh, two minutes <laughs> two and 24 <laughs> seconds. I did that on purpose, of course. Quick one. I, I did that on purpose, of course. We had two of those before the show even hit record. So. Oh, my God. You can't fucking say a word in your own fucking studio. You, the, can, uh, say, you can say it. We're just going to tell you Yeah, I know. You can't, like, you know, can't get away with anything in the studio. <laughs> that's for sure. The, uh, you know, I, I look at it as differently as he does. I, I actually reflect. And people who know me know I, I, I uh, uh, might, might try a psychotropic, just the legal ones, anything legal psychotropic. And the reason I do it is because I think you get away. I think it's a way to fucking expand your mind, just really think. And believe it or not, I come out of there fucking energized. You know, I could be alone and fucking feel totally energized because it's, I, I'm thinking about so much. My biggest problem, and I know it, and you know this very well knowing me, I don't like notes. I'm not a big note taker or anything like that. Yes, we I do shows. This. How many shows have we ever taken notes? We're, well, since uh, Jason's been on board, we've had notes for every single show. Well, Jason is. Look more at that. Look at that stack he's about to show you. Oh, wow. Jason's organized. <laughs> well, Jason. He is. He's the most organized of anybody. I'll here. tell you what. That, and, and I appreciate that. I know you do. Oh, he's here before me. He's, a, you know, I get a text. You know, I'm in the shower. I get a text. Fucking I'm, Larry I'm lives next door and still comes in late. Whoa. Oh, he jumped. You know, that was so smart what he did. Ben's flipped the switch. That is professional. Professional. That was professional. Here's what he did. He knew I was going to mention how he's always late for a fucking show. So he jumped on that first quick before I get. That's 
like the professional fucking con. I artist. came here for a half hour drive. You come here from your fucking bedroom. And you're still late. Listen, but I'll bet I went to bed later than you. No bullshit, because I called you yesterday at midnight. You didn't pick up. I was way past that. You called me around 11.30. I, I tried calling you back at 12. You were already I butt in dialed with you. a thumb in your mouth. I butt dialed oh, you. did you? <laughs> yeah, oh, I did. Okay. I actually All right. did. All right. And I, you did. I said, ah, do I talk now? Because I wasn't in the right spot to talk. You know, like get on a computer and do what we're going to do. All you had to do was say hello. Yeah, I don't want to wait. You know, listen, then, do, do I ever say hello? No. Thank you. Get out. No, I know. Get out. Yeah. This, is, this is Larry. This is Larry. You pick up hello. Get out. No, I got I got a great show for you today. No, it's hey kiddo, <laughs> hey kid, kid. He goes kiddo or hey kiddo every time. You know, yeah, I do actually. <laughs> well, you know why I do that now? It, it, it's, it's fucked me up. So far, we've been doing a lot of meetings and shit. And do you know, I'm always... the oldest in the fucking room. <laughs> yeah, 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 Jason, that is, uh, it, it's blowing my mind when you sit back and think because I always was the youngest when I was with the mob guys. I was with everybody. I was the young kid. I was the up and coming kid. Even in prison, well, prison was a little different, but I, there was older guys always. I maybe, and I always learned from, you're like that a lot. You're yeah. a ton of like that. And I think you, I think it's a smart move, actually. I don't know why. I don't think I did it on purpose. What, smart move hanging out with people? Yeah, old? older people. Because it's not that, listen, I know many of them you're smarter than, but you don't have that experience. I always tell everybody. Oh, that. experience is everything. I don't care about being smart. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something. Hanging out with some of the people that I hang out with, and you had a similar situation. You were just talking about it. I've gained so much from the people around me. It's unbelievable. Uh, whether it's relationship advice, parenting advice, uh, just bullshitting advice and where to draw the line. We had a Joe. We had a friend named Joe. We had a Joe. We had a friend named Joe that was very dear to Larry. That's actually through Joe is how I met Larry. Um, he, he passed away now, but he was a, he was a pretty big uh, influence in my life. He used to sit there with me and give me advice about all these different things. Um, and some of the advice was, you know, don't listen to Larry. He's been in prison too much. He's got his head is in a fucking knot. But, you know, he used to give you advice as well. So jokes aside. Jokes aside, Joe and I was so close. Joe and I, I was a young kid. I was a gangster when I helped Joe out actually up here. He was going to shake down. A lot of people didn't know that. Uh, somebody tried to do something at the bowl. His first bowl in center, Port Malibu. So Port on, Malibu people don't, people don't know. This guy... Owned a couple of bars in town. Back in the day, a bowling a bowling alley attached to a bar was open till what time? It's the latest at what four two o'clock or four o'clock. So it whatever there was a bar scene, it was popping. Even even though it was a bowling alley, not what not a bowling alley you think about today. You know, it, it, you know, Joe, Joe would really get mad at you if you ever You're called it a bowling alley. It's, right. it's a bowling center. Right. Joe was really the dude. This is a true story. Joe invented or found or came up with the concept of no steps in a bowling center. If you go into a bowling center like Dairy Lanes up on uh, where we live, up on Dairy Road, you know, uh, that bo I don't know what the fuck's name it anymore. I hate, there's no, you know, when you step up to go in a lot of places to get on the lanes and stuff like that, yeah, there's yeah. none there. Joe, Joe actually came with that concept. And Joe is so big in the bowling industry. I mean, from the He was on the board the of like oh, whatever that is, it, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, the national shit. He used to go all to Vegas and everything, ran the conventions. I mean, big shit. Joe, Joe started that business when he was a young guy. In the bowling alley. He actually had a good story the way he started. He went there every day, and the guy told him he didn't need anybody, and he kept going. He said every day that eventually the guy stopped answering his calls. He would call in, make up a name. They would transfer him in, and then he would say, listen, I work for free if you just give me a fucking couple of weeks. And that was in myself. Queens, New York, actually, yeah. and uh, Flushing. And then Joe ended up buying a bowling center young. He had no money, and he bought it with no money. 
tells her how he did it and how the whole thing. And I, I often remember that story, uh, how he started his whole business and everything. And Joe became a successful man, obviously. 100%. He sold to, uh, you guys might know him, Brunswick Zone. <laughs> he, he, not only did it, oh, it wasn't Zone when he sold it to him, but it was Brunswick. It, Brunswick was the name of, they became Zone after they started taking bowling alleys or bowling centers. Center. Joe, Joe actually, got, Joe was so smart, he sold his bowling center twice. I heard about that. He sold it. He got, he got $3 million. Well, he, he got, was going to sell it to the first ones. Those idiots were like, no, 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 no. We only want to lease it for $4.9 <laughs> million for it the was next. It, it was uh, 30000 a month, 300 something thousand a year. It ended up being about $4 million. Right. About $4.9 million. And at the end, what she was going to say, he was okay with selling it for that price. They're like, no, 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 no. We, we're not interested in, in buying. We, we just want to lease it. So then the, after their lease was over, he goes like, okay, well, now it's for sale. Somebody else bought it for the same exact amount. Yeah, he sold it twice. It's because uh, it, he dealt. Listen, he talked to me about that. He goes, "You're gonna deal someday, Larry." He, goes, he always gave me disrespect. He said, "Larry, you're so smart, but I get you because you're not a. You never grew up in business ever. I mean, I was a gangster. I didn't do things like a businessman. I mean, our things we get it, and then when we got to do something, we did it. You know what I mean? I mean, there was no boards. There was no fucking legal shit. You know, when it got down to it, you want to get paid, you no. get fucking paid. You know, it ain't no fucking suing." There was board. right, Larry. They they called them family meetings, but there was a board. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Even that was fucked up. So, anyways, he had he had a bar here in town. This is how you guys met. So he had yeah. a guy in town, a yeah. bar here in town. He was getting what hustled. Yeah. Uh, well, what happened? Joe was getting. They wanted a, a money shakedown, protection. Eh, kind of what they call. Well, it's insurance protection, whatever you want to call right. it. And he, uh, he he didn't know what to do. And I met him actually through my father. My father worked there. So, and obviously we're from New York, same area, same everything. Your and father worked at the bowling center? No, 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 no. My father bowled at the bowling center. Got it, bowled there, not not. Yeah, my, there. my father, after I hooked, well, the guys were trying to shake down Joe, I wouldn't let that happen. I talked to these people who didn't, and I was from South Florida at the time, not here, but my parents lived here, so I'm up here. I ended up becoming the biggest bookie from South Florida to Orlando. I was doing 100 grand a week. And just fucking, you know, taking in bets and making stuff. And in the 70s, out. 80s? In the, no, this is late 80s. Late 80s. Yeah. And, and grand. No, not back. profit. Not profit. No, I understand, profit. but yeah. you're moving it around. Oh, moving around. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I enjoyed it. it. See, the action is what I always loved. You know, I was never good with money, still probably aren't. <laughs> but I lived my life and it never driven me. Money's never driven me. If you don't think about money, money will never be an issue. Yeah, you know, I, and somebody said that to me, and it's easy to say when you got a portion. No, I, 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 I hear you, <laughs> yes. but you know, uh, even no matter what you have, and I know we know a lot of people. I know I'm a lot happier than a lot of friends I we have that have stupid money, and I know that because I've had them. Come How do you up gauge me. happy? It's that's hard to gauge exactly happy, that's right? what I'm saying. You you see people like uh, get a lot of money and they're always stressing and they they always have something coming on or whatever. Hold on, motherfucker. I learned that in prison more than even, even the other life. The other life was such a, on the fly that, and you never thought you were going to live. Define the other life. Uh, my mob life, you know, mob back life. in the robbing days, back in fucking shakedown days, back in doing the bad things I did. I, you know, I don't like my old self. I always tell you that. And I don't mean I didn't learn a lot, but I was a bad person, I mean, to people. And I hate that. I don't, I think back at that. It's not a regret. I don't want people to do that. I think is a easier ways to do it. Good. So now you're you're spending your time building a platform that tells kids not to do it. What's better? well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I also don't want them to fucking have to live this fucking uh, perfect life. 
Because it's not, there's no such thing as a perfect life. Yeah, what Go is out, do what you life? want, have fucking fun. Don't let people tell you. You know, it's hard because you have to walk that legal uh, uh, tightrope, I call it. Because a lot of the things that our society is sticking their fucking foot on your neck about uh, should be legal, in my mind, and I think a lot of people's minds. Specifically drugs. Well, not only just drugs. Yes, mostly drugs and the stupid laws that they make. I mean, again, common sense laws. You know, uh negative you can't get a blow job you fuck, I mean, yeah, but those things aren't yeah they're laws they're laws but they're not nobody's out there arresting no but you have time. a man that not worried about getting caught by the cops on the beach getting a blow job well that's public indecency it's not if you're in your car what the fuck i, I got a car why is it indecency Don't i have to agree I have, with them you're, well, he's right i have a modem of privacy in my car no yes you do we can't just let people know that they can go anywhere and start fucking around in their cars no well, you see, again, now, if you didn't get caught, which ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time you won't, if you didn't get caught because you didn't fucking park it, you know, like outside of a fucking Wawa right in front of the fucking door, getting a blow. <laughs> nobody job. does. See, that. this guy's laughing because he probably done no, it. nobody's done that. Come on. I'm talking about the no, beach. no people have Listen, done it. How many times? People, hold on, Larry. Hold on. People in this fucking room have done it. Had what? Sex in a Wawa parking lot right in front of the fucking door window. I, what moron or nut would do that? Um, all I'm going to say Thank is... Thank you, Jason. No. It was a 7-Eleven. <laughs> it was a 7-Eleven. It wasn't we, a He has to be mic'd when we do things. Yeah, I know. I, I almost said something to him before why he didn't set up a mic, and then he didn't. All right, dude. Uh, this, that, this, he okay. likes the same fucking response every time. I mean, smart kid. Yeah. You don't act him. No, I don't have smart if you have a fucking sex in a parking lot of a 7-Eleven. <laughs> Yeah, well, at least it was a 7-Eleven, not a Wawa, not as busy. Well, I don't know. I got caught. Wawa's the one who had me on tape. The uh, On tape? With the robberies. Oh, that's how they found you. Well, they, they placed hey, me which, in the area in... Uh, Fairless Hills? No, no, no. It was in South Florida. It was in Georgia. Oh. It was, uh, Savannah, Georgia. There was a Wawa store, I guess. And so I didn't Wawa even, in Savannah, Georgia when you went to prison, bro? Yeah, there was a Wawa store. Whatever the fuck it was, it was a Wawa a store. 7-Eleven. The only Wawa that you would have been near. Maybe it was Fairless Hills. It, no, it but, was. Fairless Hills had Wawa. I worked at one. No, it was up north. It could have been Maryland. Maryland. The, the, let me just say this. When I was growing up, when I was like 18, 19, the closest Wawa, the, the furthest Wawa from Philly coming to Florida was Virginia Beach. Well, it isn't, well, Maryland then it could have been. I don't know. Because it was, they had it in the paperwork. I got it the legal work. It says, one of the, every place they placed me to get me with a store. Right. They had to place me in that area. Right. How do you place somebody in the area without, you know, well, you got a video of him in here the day of or the day after before the robbery. But not getting a blowjob, just walking around. Right. No, getting a cup of coffee. What you do at a Wawa store. So you're saying that legally people should be, should be able to have sex in their cars? Uh, in, in a, in a, with a modem of privacy, like on a beach, let's say. I don't think so. On a beach? On, you're saying in the beach parking, parking lot. lot? What the fuck? I don't. I think you're opening up a fucking weird bag. Again, when you okay. To well, do that. just for the fact uh -huh. that we are sitting here having to discuss every law that's going to be out on the books, it's crazy. Now, common sense law. If I'm doing something in front of kids or in a convertible and I'm upside down and my dick and ass is sticking out and I'm pounding a pussy, that should be legal. I mean, that's a common sense. You wouldn't do that in front of kids. Right. You wouldn't do that. But if I'm there at two in the morning and I'm getting a blowjob, I got to worry about a fucking cop knocking on my window and saying, getting out of the car, give me your ID and all this shit. And before you know it, fucking I'm harassed and shit. That's wrong. And that's why I think that's wrong. That's why I bought an RV so they don't do that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I straight up have a bed here, sir. 
Huh? Yeah. I, 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 what do you mean I ain't doing it? You see it rocking? Re- yeah. Well, I got a bed, but the fuck? I, I you move. see it rocking? Well, don't come no, knocking. Not good. But, uh, you know, there's a, so, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I've become in my life, and I, I mean this, and I hate it, but I like it. I'm very jaded. I've learned so much about politics, being up at Congress, talking to congressmen, seeing the bullshit, uh, seeing how it really works, how politicians get elected, how they don't do things, how city of Palm Bay, where I live, fucked up shit for fucking 30 40 we were talking about it last night about the shit that that happened you guys don't even know it the city well you guys live in palm bay so uh, i'm not even gonna mention it i don't want to fuck them out like that but there's so there's lots of bad mistakes that keep happening and happening and happening you only notice it because it's such a small town if you lived in a place as big as new york philly Baltimore, and it's happening there it's happening everywhere really that's but what here, i'm here there's a highlighter on it because it's such a small place and because you care so much about this little area i, I do because i live here and you know my mom's been here since 1980 she bought the house in 83 they moved in in 84 larry let me ask you something god forbid mom's mom passes away tomorrow Oh, I don't say that, boy. boy God forbid. That's why I said, Go God, ahead. bro. I, 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 I know. You know it I just hit me, that. and I know plus, it's gonna happen. Plus, realistically, you know, between me and you, she'll outlive me. She'll outlive all of us. <laughs> um, but no, no. Realistically, now, if 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 you did, okay, let's say Dave moves in and he's gonna take care of your mom. I know that's not an option, but assuming it was. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy, he's right. Assuming <laughs> that happens, and you all know my brother. They do. Uh, that's the so newsman. <laughs> you staying here in Palm Bay? Right now, yes. Right now, you're staying. Uh, I mean, listen, it depends on, you know, it's going to be in the area. Wait, it's going to be in the area. I, uh, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. It's a great question. Because I know you care about Palm Bay individually, whether you live here or not, but you can't tell me that if anywhere was an option, that you'd still be here in Palm Bay. Good point. Uh, I, you know, that's something I'd really think hard about. Uh, you know, you got to think hard about who your friends are, where you live now, and what you're doing, and I enjoy what I do. I don't think I'll live here, obviously. I think, and I, but I would never live down on, on the island, you know, land. I, know, I know what you're talking about. You don't have to be too bougie. I'm not saying bougie. I'm just saying not location. Not at all. Would uh, you want to be near a beach? No. I mean, we're near a beach no. right now, but I mean. No, any near- closer? No. No. Yeah, I, agree I have no. That. Me neither. I have no desire to live on the ocean or on the river and all. Uh, you know, and listen, I live close to it right now. I don't care for it. I, I, how often do you go there for the beach? Never. Never. My wife and my kids go all the time, though. That's great, but I, you don't. Nah. And, and you know, eventually you have to, obviously, you're raising a family, and I know that. So that's a whole different issue. But no, I have no fucking desire to live in a, I lived on a condo on the beach. You know that. I lived on the first, right on the beach. You open my back door and the fucking, say, you know, you go right, you know, you know where I lived, the Crystal Condominiums. Yeah. And, uh. I love. I mean, I didn't say I didn't like it, but it, no, I would. It. I found I was never walking the. Oh, oh, I love that you could go walk the beach in the morning. No, I like getting in my fucking RV at fucking two in the morning, and I do that, and I fucking take a ride. People, what the fuck? And I will go down to the beach, get my coffee pot on, hang out. Then I get in the RV and I go to the West Coast, and then you take to go to the West Coast so you can watch the sunrise in the east and fall in the west. There's only a few places in the country without getting on a plane that you can do that in the same day. And that's Florida is one of them is a, a part of uh, in the world, actually. And it in Panama and stuff of those areas. There are like places where you can see it from the same spot. Yeah, well, it's Key West. Yeah. I mean, uh, obviously, there's one day, you know, you walk across the street or oh, same spot. Uh, but to see it from the water, Florida is one of them. And I love that. I do like something about in the mornings and something about evenings or late 
You said, you know, I used to live on the beach. I, when I lived in Miami for two years, I lived right on the beach. When, when I, opened I know where my, you lived, uh, yeah. Surfside, uh, Sunnyside, Sunny Isles. Sunny Isles, yeah. yeah. And I lived right on the beach, meaning you opened my front door, there was sand right there. And I didn't really go on the beach much, although I was younger, so I did party a lot. And I, and I spent some time on the beach. How much did you spend in a year in Coke? <sighs> Be honest. I'm not, I'm not even going there, man. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a previous life for me, and my kids might hear this. Um, but are you fucking texting right now? No. You did that not. on the last show, too. He's getting a fucking bad habit. You're addicted to that phone. Yes. Next. Keep going. <laughs> Anyways, one thing I will say about the beach, one thing I really did enjoy, and I did this almost every night, is I left my windows uh, and my door sometimes open so I can hear the beach while I was inside. And you like that? I loved it. Uh, You know what? You know what's true about that? I I lived in Hawaii when I was stationed in Hawaii in the Coast Guard. And, you know, the high-end condos, all that stuff, they don't have air conditioners. You don't need air conditioning in Hawaii. Most places, that place I lived in wasn't built with an air conditioner. It had it, but it wasn't built with it. So most, well, This is Florida. You need it. But most places in Hawaii don't have air conditioning. You get what they call the Kona winds from the uh, uh, North Shore, and they come to the east, uh, east side, you know, uh, south side of, of Oahu. Don't drop the mic. Yeah, I can see it. It's from Oahu. So I lo- and I do like that. I like fresh air. I like stuff. Uh, more so when I was younger, I think. Even now, I can't be locked up. You know, I, I don't know how my mother does it. But that's everybody's different. She's just a, I mean, she sits in one room. She probably lives in two rooms her whole life. Doesn't leave this house. You know that. Uh, and, she's and, got 30 years on you, Larry. No, she doesn't. 20? Uh, she's 80. Nine. She'll be 90. Call it 90 and I'm. Uh, 60. It's 30 years. Yeah, holy fuck. It's 29. <laughs> fuck. She's got 30 years on you. I'm good at math. No. <laughs> <laughs> you actually are good at math. I'm very, good I'm very at math. surprised <laughs> that you, uh, you just don't want to be that old. You wanted to say, no, there's 50 years between you. <laughs> be crazy if she had you when she was 50. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, people, and you know, I've learned that everybody's different, obviously, and everyone yeah. needs their different stuff. And we know, friends, we all are in a pool, and you know, at a football pool, and we have so much fun. Oh, who's winning this week? Uh, you are, but that's just the biggest week that fuck up in fucking football. I mean, this was a fucking this wacko was a toss weekend. week because it's it the really first was. week, you know. It, it but, was a wacko weekend. But skills are skills, and that's why I'm first. We, oh, my God. I'm going to get into how bookmaking works <laughs> and how fucking they build casinos with guys like him and stuff like that. With guys like me? Yeah, oh, absolutely. They built casinos with me? Absolutely. The guys who think, you know, the best fought, watch this. Here's what's going to happen. Wait, I'm, I'm, I want to make this prediction on the fucking show right today, and I want everybody here to watch it. And anybody who knows is going to listen to this. Benz is touting how he's a great picker because he's in first place this week. When he comes and he's in them, he has the lowest of five top low. We have 35 guys or whatever it is. And when he's got a top, a lot. when he's in a low, low, low end, I want to hear him come out. Here's, the, here's exactly what gambles. I was a bookie for so long. Whenever a team wins and they win and they win money, man, who didn't know fucking Brady was going to fucking kill fucking goddamn uh, uh, Dallas? There wasn't a chance he could lose that game. Brady's the best that ever lived. You're, you're a genius. Now you touted that. Now you talk shit about a game and you lose it. Got slammed. You never hear them say, oh, I fucked up or I just don't know what the fuck I'm doing. It is because the first one I would say I did. Fu- I would say I fucked up. I would not say I don't know what I'm doing because that would be false. Well, listen, you, everybody who thinks they know what they're doing in gambling, which is why bookies make money. There's uh, skill involved here. They, listen, there's only about 200 people in Las Vegas that really make a living on gambling. 
Very few. Very. And, and, and that's the truth. And eventually, though, even those guys, it's so much work and so much uh, stuff that they can't do it. And well, they it's end an up odds game, right? They don't always win either. Listen, uh, w- w- what gamblers do, what professional gamblers do, and I've been around them, they take a game. Let's just say that last night, the game was two and a half point uh, a favorite, uh, New England. What they, uh, what they do with there is they'll actually get it where it's a point and a half or two points more. One way they believe is, is a bet, a value bet is how they call it. So when you can get a point or two or three points difference, that's why when lines come out, there's an initial set of people who put out lines. What people don't understand how bookmaking work is the money moves the line then. So let's say that it opens up at seven. Let's say a game opens up. So Giants playing the Jets and it opens at seven, whoever. Doesn't matter, favorite. Now, if there's a lot of money going on the favorite, then the line goes up because they want to bring the people betting in so they have 50-50 bets. But the initial line is what you're, what they call the, the whales, the pros that will actually hit. And then the pros. The prediction from the pros. The like. They set the line. The real pros set the lines. Right. There's guys in Vegas for every casino who set the line. Mm-hmm. Now, they set a line of a lot of reasons, and we can go to the deep, deep, deep. Then the move, the money moves the line, and, and there's a lot of reasons lines move, whether it's injuries, whether it's this. Or, but it's money for casino. Every casino. That's why someone said, why is the line seven here and six and a half here? Because that casino wants you to bet it to move it up so they can equal their money out because they make their 10% VIG. Right. Everything's about VIG. So the, fir- the first thing you ever ask about a bookie, if you ever see a bookie and he tells you he's a bookie, first thing you got to do is see if he bets. If he gambles, he's not a bookie. Bookies don't I've, gamble. I've heard that before. Bookies don't gamble. Bookies make money. Bookies are mathematicians who say 50-50. Because if the Giants got 100000 and the Jets got 100000 I just made ten grand. Goodbye. I don't give a fuck who wins. I'm going back to the beach or whatever you want to go. It's you make ten grand. There's there's no fucking. That's what it is. Period. That's why you you know those guys in now it obviously casinos are so big and so good. That ten percent not only pays all those employees, all the shit, everything. It's that lucrative when you get in the big numbers they're talking about. So bookmaking is is a, a an art and football betting. So I used to be a book bookie up and down the East Coast here in Florida. What's the biggest game you've seen? Biggest money bet? Yeah. Half a million dollars on a game. Straight up or on the points? No, straight up. Wow. It's always points. You see how betting goes after that. If it's not, if it's a straight up bet, it's an odds. Now you lay an odds. It's like football. You know, here's another thing you ask a guy if he knows anything about bookmaking. You say, listen, do you know what the nickel line is? It's a nickel line. Are you asking us? Yeah. Do you know what the nickel line is? No. Do you? Nickel line is in baseball. If you ever see a game in the New York, the New York paper or any play, it'll say Mets 8-9. Mets playing Yankees 8-9. I'm just giving it a number. That means if you take the favorite, you got to lay $90 to win 50. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you take the underdog, you lay 50 to win 80. There's your 10%. Got it. Well, when you have very big betters, and when you have people, what do you say? Uh, you get, no, Mike. No, Mike. Drive me nuts. The, <laughs> the face he made was uh, fucking. What, what you do, what, what happens in bookmaking is that when you ha- you actually can negotiate lines, they call. I work for a Jewish guy named Mac. I, I talk about it in the book and other shows. Mac was one of the smartest men I've ever met. And he was a, the biggest bookie in New York City, taking what they call layoff action. Again, 
we had New York City. Now, all the bookies in New York, I mean, taking a lot of money. Sundays are crazy. Well, when a bookie gets 50 grand on the Jets and only 10 grand on the Giants, what do they do? They got 40,000. They become a gambler if they don't fucking lay it off. So they, ha- they know the number spreads. They themselves will not gamble. They will straight up try to equalize it so they get the 10% Some way or another. another. Exactly. Right. They got to lay it off, they call it. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I've bet games and shit before. I never knew that. Well, listen how it also works. Laying it off is a guy like Mac. Mac was a Jewish guy in New York I worked for. I'll never forget that guy. He had. A, he, I used to have to go get him a, a English muff, toasted English muffin with cream cheese and jelly. Every fucking day. That was his thing. And he'd sit down at this table and talk to me. Now, I'm learning the bookmaking business from the mob guys who sent me to this place to work. And this was in Queens, actually, that off Union Turnpike. And what happened, I used to go to uh, uh, Mac, and then I'd be behind the stick bar tending and taking action. I used to take $500 bets and $1,000 bets. It's called a nickel and a dime. So the guy go, hey, give me a dime on this, whatever. You write it down, but he's got 1000 on this. Here's the line, blah, blah, blah. They even went to recordings back in the day, back with recordings, because people say, I didn't make that, man. Are you missed? I said this, because they fucking can't pay. You know, I had credit lines. We tried every move in the book, man. These fuckers got us. But anyway. You don't want to lose your legs, you know? Yeah, exactly. But, you know, listen, there were, I've seen sit-downs over big money in gambling, and, they, you know, you couldn't prove it, and the guys How do they record good. it? They actually had recorders back then. You remember like a tape recorder? You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, uh, so when you put your bet in, you'd hit record. No, the they bet. did it. You the know, players, you, not the bookie. No, the bookie. The bookie would record the bet because then you're going to come in and no, say, but listen, I'm, Mac, I, I, no, I bet fucking 50 grand. Or, no, not for I you. know, but you're more. sitting behind the bar, Larry Long. Right. You're taking bets and drinks. Right. So I come over to you. I want a sour. Right. I didn't record. You didn't record. No. No, I mean, when you did the phone bets is when they really started. Sure, sure, sure. You know? and, but it wasn't recording like, like today. I mean, they literally had the machines, you remember? Because right, right, right. my first one, I was a kid. I learned how to be a bookie in a boiler room. They had what they call boiler room. Every month we would change. And we had to, I was telling the story how we used to put an ad in the paper, you know, big fat Tony, best picker in the world. They had 20 of these things in the back of newspapers, the New York Post, New York Times. I thought it was illegal. Huh? Yeah, but no, just, it, you know, to gamble, of course, but they'd put best football picker in New York. They still, to this day, I'll show you them online. And people would fucking, hey, for, it, back then we had the phones. It was the 800 numbers, and used to, it was a dollar ninety nine a minute or some shit crazy what it was because that's when sex phone lines were out big. 900 numbers. Well, eight, we were well eight, about even 800 with, numbers. We talked about that with Corey last week. Right. Well, anyway, well, I was getting into bookmaking. So what would happen in the bookmaking area was – we end up putting ads in the papers. I mean, told you know, an ad in the paper, and it would say, you know, and they have the guy look like a fat guy with a cigar, like you know, and it's a, stu- a marketing thing. Never misses a pick. Fat Tony kicked out of the fucking New York for this, and buddy, but get his picks. Eight hundred, blah blah blah, free eight hundred. You know, eight hundred number. So we call, and they call, and we had two. We had, I remember we had four phones in a room. It was a, a rented apartment, four phones, and they all had call waiting. That's all they had, call waiting. They didn't have buttons on the bottom, all that shit. They had call waiting. I actually set up the exact same operation in Fort Lauderdale when I, had, when I built my warehouse out. I built the warehouse out. I built the clubhouse and a warehouse. And we, I even stole a five-ton fucking air conditioner, put it on the roof of a fucking goddamn warehouse. I had a fucking stuff. That's nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you can't have air conditioning. So we're sitting there, and so what would happen in, in the gambling was we'd have this room full of the four guys. Now we, so I see your ad on the paper. Right, right. You call the number. And 
whatever number, you know, it rings to each the number, and you would have two scripts in front of you. I would have a script for the New York Giants versus the Jets. And that script for the Giants, and it, it, it had nothing to do with who called. The phone rang, it's this script. The phone rang, or hold, okay, hold on, man, we'll be right with you. Hold on, Tony, hold on a bit. Boom, next one, next one. Boom, boom, boom. And we used to get a lot of calls. And you'd have a stack. Uh, now you write them down. Boom, boom, who called, all that. Boom. And now you're giving, I mean, these scripts were something. We had a guy who just wrote the script. Again, talk about marketing was 101. Good, was he actually a good football picker? No, he didn't know shit. You guys were making shit up. Holy. I'm talking, we're talking about the guy. It was a Monday night game. You know, back then it was Minnesota. I remember Minnesota. Fran Tarkenton. Who's in Minnesota? Fran talking on Monday nights. He's got a the nine and one record. He never lose. Blah blah blah. Whole bunch of shit. When the temperatures are under forty degrees, the defense can't do it. Their hands, you know. And they, these motherfuckers will eat it up. Oh, we, these scripts are so good. We had to read them. I mean, read them. Don't add. Li- you got so good at reading them, you become them. Right. You know, like right, anything right, else. Right. Marketing, man. That's really marketing one hundred and one. How much did it cost per call? Dollar ninety nine. $1.99. How many calls would you get a day? Oh, $100. And how long would you spend? 200 how long, how long would you spend on the phone with each customer? Calling it a customer. Two minutes. Like. Two minutes. Not even a minute. Minute and a half. Two minutes. Okay. Damn, that's good money. Listen. And shit wait, wait, wait. Off the hook. But listen, we had four of us going. Actually, we had a separate. I remember I said, fuck you, I can't hear. You know, so I'd fucking go on the couch. You had to bring the phone with the long cords. It was all cords those. and all that shit. I'm old enough to remember the long cord phone. So we're sitting there and we do that. And now we look, same people. We had one guy who used to take the papers after the three, three, you know, three weeks and see who won three times. Because the guy who wins three times, because this stack that won, they think you really know what the fuck you're doing and they call you back. But we don't know who calls, whatever. Now, some of them win, some of them lose, some of them win. It's a 50-50 shot as far right. as you're concerned. Absolutely. Now, when fucking, because it's all point spreads. This is not the straight up betting. So now when the third one, we third one, we had a guy in a room pick him out, just pick him out, and he'd call every one of them and fucking rob this, you know, and say, listen, you, Tony picked you good. Did you win? He knows he won three. Yeah, I did good. Can you afford a dime? Guy, whether he's a $150 bet or $100 bet, yeah, I can afford a dime. It's a $1,000 bet. Can't afford it. People didn't make that, you know what I mean, a week. Hey, oh, yeah, I can afford a dime. Listen, for fi- we didn't even say the $49.99 bullshit. For 50 bucks, listen, he's given only this game. This is a special game that, that it might have been Thanksgiving coming up or whatever the fuck it was. And he's going to give the picks. If you don't want it, just tell me so I ain't wasting my time. I got a whole bunch of guys here. We're only doing so many guys. 50 bucks. And that's, all right, give me a credit card. He gives a credit card number. Back then, you wrote them down. You know, it was all that. And they give it. They didn't even have codes on the back. If you, I don't remember. Ever Security right. codes. Yeah, I, I don't remember that shit. So all of a sudden, we fucking write them down. Boom, we sold those co- <laughs> sold those fucking numbers so quick, and we knocked the knocked the cards out. But we only so charge the fifty bucks. Huh? Oh yeah, and then you fucking of course. Gotcha. And then that's usually the time we were moving uh, moving locations because we used to move locations, boiler rooms. They you move location because back then they would try to follow you. They actually could track. You know, it wasn't like today. You know, how much did you get for each credit card? Oh, I don't know. That wasn't my end of About. the business. Again, a lot. What was your take? I have no idea. I was the guy in the room making right, my right, money. Right, right. I, did, I wasn't the guy that made that money. I got you. It was the, the mob, you know, our family or whatever. Right, right, you right. Know. And the guys, we had one boss who ran the room. 
you know, but that's how I look. Call center manager. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. But that's how I learned really the intricacies of bookmaking. Everything. Well, I learned the Mac. Mac, again, Mac was one of the most guy I respected. They used to say when he died that the economy went down. That fuck, I've seen him come into the fucking bar. It was Luke's piano lounge. I've seen that man come into the bar with fucking shoeboxes. Multiple. You know what a shoebox, back shoebox, full of $100 bills. Fucking stacked tight, ripped full boxes. They said that you can't dent that guy's money. I mean, that's how much money. This guy's taking action of 50, 100 grand. He stayed clean till he died? Nobody ever caught him? Uh, he was caught. He was he used to call it the pinched. He was pinched when he was a kid. He used to tell me the stories of him when he was a kid. He's an old Jewish guy. Back then, he was fucking. Now I'm talking in the '80s. He was seventy something years old. Gotcha, you know. I gotcha. Now all the old guys. I mean, the other bookies, big bookies from Brooklyn, Queens, Bronx, Long Island. Two of them here. Now they're the bookies that they're smart bookies. They're not going to take. You know, when they when they see they're getting so much money on one team and they move the line themselves. I mean, everybody moves the line. That's what it is. Sure. But you, if you move it too much, you're not a big hit on that side. And you can't. Now, you got betters you don't ever turn away because once you turn away, you're going to lose them. And that is making you a lot of money. So but even a thousand dollar bets, two thousand dollar bets before you know it, you got 40. Let's just say 40 grand on one team and 30 on the other. Where are you going to lay 10 grand? You got to. If not, you're betting 10 grand. Right. Don't bet. Mac used to say, the guy'd leave, right? He liked me. He used, to, he used to call me the kid. He used to call me. Maybe that's why I do it. And he used to call me and he said, we'd sit, at, we'd sit down. I'd oh, get hey, kiddo. Yeah, we'd sit down. We, he didn't have that. He, had, he was more, you know, he had a different kind. He wasn't like a, he was, wasn't a big guy. Right, right. You know, he wasn't a, he, he, I seen him get mad and I, I wouldn't want to get the guy, but he had too much money because right. he, he'd pay someone to do something. Right, right. But, uh, when he'd sit down and talk to me right in front of the thing, it would be a table. All the people would come in, would come in, and on the right, there's a window, and he would sit at this window, and there was another seat. That seat was not allowed to, unless he told you to sit there. Anybody, I don't give a fuck of this. 100 people in the ball, you know, packed. You, nobody could sit in that seat unless Mac told you to sit in that seat. Okay? Now, Mac, uh, of course, there was the owner of the place. Who was he? He was a short guy. I remember he had money, too. But... He used to bet horses. Back, back to horse betting, everything. See, horse betting and the numbers were very big back Hold then. Hold on. Finish the story. How'd you close the 10 grand gap? So listen, so now the betters would, you know, these guys would come in. Mac used to say, the guy would leave and say, that's a smart one. You know, that's an idiot. He's definitely in trouble. Because they, they would sit down with Mac. Now, they're bookies. They're not just betters. They're bookies. But the guy who made a half a million dollar bet back then was a, a regular person. And I don't know who he was, whatever. But Mac showed me the number. Did he on. win? Uh, no, he lost. Sheesh. And a matter of fact, Mac showed me on the piece of paper, you know that. that and I and I'm like, I, I mean, how it, do you the, close that gap? No, no, no. He was here's the thing. Mac was the house. Mac was the Bellagio. Bellagio don't give a fuck. They put it in a pot. They call it. Now the bookies who are making a living, they put kids through you know everything. They get that 10 grand, that missed bet. They come to Mac and say, I need 10 grand with this line, Mac. You know, because he has to negotiate the line because you can get caught if the line is off a point or two. And he would negotiate the line with them and he'd see what they're betting. He'd, they'd bring their sheet. He'd say, uh, Mac was so good with fucking numbers. Okay, at four, 10, good. 
and they'd leave. Well, now, now the guy's 50-50. You know, the game is about closing. You know, this used to happen right before the game. So it'd be get real, real fucking busy. And what, we knew who the guys were. I knew them coming in. And he used to say to Sam, he's the smart one. Now he'd come and go, he ain't going to last. Just like that. And sure enough, the fucking, you know, he thinks he's, I don't want that line. No, no, I'll, throw, I'll cover it. Yeah, okay, you're going to cover it. You don't got Max money. Because I've seen Mac lose fucking, I could probably half a million, million dollars. Blink. No problem. Not not even fucking come in. I get him a sandwich in the morning. Yeah, I had a bad week. When he come in, he didn't say nothing. He'd have a big smile or something. I knew that motherfucker made that was a good week. <laughs> and, and you know what it is? He that's why they say he had so much money and and he's a, it was just a he became the house. He became the Bellagio in New York. And and, Matt, and I learned from him about the nickel line, how to negotiate lines, what they mean. Why the odds are good. And, you know, it, it intrigued me because it was always money. It was right there in your face, and it was easy money. You know what I mean? So I always learned, listen, I like to gamble. But I'm not, you know, gamble. I lost millions of dollars like an idiot. Everybody else, you think you can win. You think you're smart. Everybody. So whenever anybody thinks they're a pricker, I laugh because I used to see the guys come in every day. Fucking easiest money I ever made in my life. I told you fucking uh, back then, whoever, Starbucks couldn't lose the fuck. Listen, that was a no-brainer. Did you have your money on it? Uh, you know, like, that. when they lose, fucking silent as a church mouse. Sure. You know what I mean? Nothing. I mean, you know, why'd you lose? That's why I laugh. You're a good picker. When you come in with five, you know, low, low end of the thing, what are you going to say? I'm joking. First I of all, know, we're, not, we're not playing that kind of... This is a football pool where you pick yeah, a winner. We're having and you, fun. You, you know pick that. your confidence level from 16 <laughs> to 1. This is not like by any means me betting on a game. Let's just make that clear. I'm, I, I'm getting that. Gambling is something that it's a business to me. And I understand. I haven't that lost business. much money gambling because I'm not a big gambler. I yeah. play poker. That's the extent of my gambling. And why don't you play poker every now? Because you still, lose. I still play. Yeah, you don't ever call on Tuesday nights. The Tuesday nights I don't play because I'll, I'll tell the story on air. I don't give a fuck. One day we were playing a hand. I played this game for fucking almost 10 years. One day I was playing a hand. Play with this lady. I'm not going to oh, splash her name. She, she's an okay poker player, but she don't like to lose. Anyways, one day I got a bad beat on her. She got up. After you're done betting, if you went all in, you sometimes have one chips left. Uh, so like three or four ones she had left. She picked them up and threw them at my chest. And at that moment, I thought to myself, man, I'm about to kill this fucking bitch. Yeah. I, I thought I, know, I, thought I, I was going to fucking swing at an old lady, man. That would have been fucked up. Yeah, it would have. Um, but I didn't, I stopped myself. I walked away from that game and I said, I'm not going to go back because the way I felt that day, I would have knocked her the fuck out. She would have been sleeping. I would have been in court. I don't oh, feel, oh, yeah, I don't feel like going there. I, no, you know? no, you wouldn't. We would got took care of it. <laughs> but <laughs> but no, that's why I don't play on Tuesdays, by the way. And I still play poker. I just don't play there. You know, here, I, I play only with friends, you know, like when I go, mm -hmm. even then. I like, I like that game. The friendly game that we have, the tournament that we have once every couple of weeks. That's a really good game. Well, what are you doing? I uh, got a fucking skin thing. And anyway, fucking no. You know what it Attention is? Attention span yeah. of a fucking field mouse. Of course, no. They, they got a lot one. They know what's going on. They know the fucking cows coming to run them over for a long time. The uh, no, it's I get it. Poker's po again gambling, and I don't mind it. I can play. I don't have the patience anymore. Uh, I just because I I'm sitting there saying you're aggressive. You play very aggressive, aggressive poker, but. I know the game very well. I can sit and tell you odds and all that bullshit, but I just have no patience anymore. Really. I still have the record in our group of one. I won seven times in a row at Frank's game. Wow. They'll all tell you. Everyone That's a record him, for sure. It is a record. Seven. You know the tournament he plays it's every. It's a record by far. At, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I think Guy's got the next one. No three way. Or four. Yeah, he does. You know the Frank's Thursday night I game. I know what you're talking about. And anyway, so I just don't have patience. I want to do other things. I want to, especially what we're doing. We're so busy what we're doing. Uh, and my mind travels. Again, OCD is there. But my mind travels to other things I feel are more important. And, and maybe that's they're not. That's not OCD. That's uh, ADD. ADD is whatever. ADHD, ADD. Whatever the fuck it is. I'm sure I got every acronym there is. But the, you know, you know, I look at that, all of that stuff. I try to get away my own way. Like I said, I get away by going away on a night and I don't want to be around anybody I know. I want to go somewhere, do something stupid, drink maybe at a bar and bullshit, maybe go to a club, maybe fucking whatever it is or nothing. I, I've gone taking my RV, like I said, to Beachside and watch the fucking sunrise. Nobody knows it. And I'm back here. You guys don't even know it. And the RV is up and I'm fucking. Now everybody you know. knows it. Well, yeah, if they see my RV, they got to find out where I park because I, I park at South Melbourne I remember Beach. It. I remember when you first got your RV, we came up with the idea we're going to wrap it. Larry Lawton. We're going to put the Larry Lawton name on it. And Larry's like, you know what? Fuck that. I don't want people to know that I'm here. No, I don't. <laughs> and, you know, I'm trying mean, to be incognito. That kinda, would defeat the purpose. Exactly. And, you know, I the reason I said what I said about the blowjob in a car, because I was on the beach once, and I watched a, car, a, car, a couple. They were young, whatever they were. And, and it was 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning, whatever it was. I pulled on. This is in Melbourne Beach. And I was in one of the lots. I don't know if you know where the, the there's a lot down there near the golf course. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of them. But yeah, well, there's sure. a lot down there, and I'm in the lot, and I'm in the you know, and I and I open up like you know the slides come open, the fucking things down. And, and the I'm cops at, didn't come to you; they went to them. No, no, they did. They came to me. I was sitting out front. I was watching. I was smoking. Yeah, I'm waiting for the sunrise. About three in the morning, it was. There's nothing they can do to you, right? Freedom. No, 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 no. They guy, the guy was nice to me. Don't get me wrong; he was nice to me. Maybe he saw an older guy. See, all that's the what bullshit. It is, man. Real, you know. And but then he went to a car, and it, it was first of all, I was laughing to myself about this. I, I don't know if I told you this. The you know when the windows were so fucking fogged, you know, in the car. And I could see because it was the other end of the lot, if you know what I mean, in the, the lot. So you could tell something was going on. Oh, you see it moving. You see, I mean, you, fog, 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 fog. So I, I'm just, and I, I smile and I laugh. I don't want to go near it. I don't want, I don't want to fuck this shit up. I'm smoking a cigar and all that. And sure enough, fucking, you know, cop come to me, goes up to there, and he knocks on the fucking window. And, you know, they see the window come down. Tells them to get out of the cars, getting their ID, and I watched the whole thing. He didn't arrest them or anything, but what? Why? I mean, what reason did he have to even? How about you? All right, yeah, have fun. I mean, there was nothing that could should have been uh, done against these people, young people. These guys Where did they got tra- to go. Hold they can't on. afford a hotel. Hold on a minute. Can't afford a hotel. Stay home. Oh, Let me stop that. Hold on a second. You can't just, this guy has a job to do. His job is to make sure people aren't doing what they're not supposed to be doing. Not parking there illegally, not parking there overnight or whatever, not fucking in their cars, Ooh, not see, doing drugs see. in the parking lot. That's his fucking job, Larry. To do what? To harass somebody stop. who's not causing any problem to anybody else in the world. He's sitting in his car talking, fucking with his old lady, young kid. They were kind of young. And maybe they're not even old. Again, they don't have the if money. I, if I fucked in a car, a lot. A lot. When I was younger. Listen, when I just don't 16, get why 17. that's the job of a cop. See, my, my uh, impersonation of a police officer is to protect and to serve. And 
where is protecting and serving there when you're doing that? Again, police officers, in my mind, are supposed to be part of that community, supposed to be fun, supposed to be a regular guy like you and me. You know who should be cops? Is guys who made mistakes. Kids who come from the street understand it, and they'll understand it. I'm going to fuck with these kids because they got a little weed in the car. Or I'm not going to. That's not. That's why cops get bad names. And I like good cops. But they're just doing their job. Again, I I don't believe that. If that if they're told to do that by their fucking supervisors, then supervisors should be fired. Because unless no, no, the law, there's a book that tells them what they need to fucking. Right. That's it. So and the book they, says they, no blowjobs at the beach. Well, they, there you go with the book. The book sucks, and that's what the problem in this country is. We have way too many fucking books and too many laws. You know, they can make the fucking goddamn book five pages, and that's the end Imagine of it. if every time you took your family to the beach, there'd be fucking ten cars right there, fucking fogged up to shit. Everybody's fucking in their cars. This is just a giant fuck fest at every now, parking lot. Now, you hear what you just said with your kids or something? Again, I always talk to you about that common sense is everything. You, if but the you, problem if, is, is people lack common sense, and that's why we have uh, law. Well, again, I don't mind a law, but you don't have a law. At, where's the common sense for the cop to bother these young people at 3 or 4 in the morning? Steve. Even that, you want to knock on the window to say you're all right? Did anybody die? I get that. No way pulling them out, getting their IDs, doing everything else. Even if they ran their fucking plate, I don't even believe in that. Now you're getting a guy, poor kid, needs to get laid, can't afford a hotel, he lives with his mom, and he wants to get a little release, he's got a girlfriend, he's, they're, they're into each other, and all of a sudden, they're fucking goddamn, gotta worry about getting a red tag. You know, they fuck that kid's day up, no matter what. Park somewhere else, brother. Again, it's not, where he parked was a place where I parked, I didn't want to be bothered. It was a place, there's nobody coming at three in the fucking morning, if you're there, you're fucking watching the sunset and you're, you're an adult. You shouldn't be there if you're a fucking little 12-year-old, 6-year-old, whatever the fuck your kid you got. Listen, I am all for comments. You know that. If there's a young kid, if you're around with you, listen, you know me. If I'm around your kids, I don't curse or I don't do certain things. I don't care who they are. I do. Well, <laughs> I, a lot of people do. But my point is I respect that. I, I respect the person, how they want to bring up their kid. But you whatever. have common sense. A lot of people lack it. I get it. But the cop in this point didn't have that common sense in my mind. Or the law, it wasn't a common sense law. How about putting a law only if, you know, if, if you need fucking interpretation that much, then you don't need to be a cop. You don't need to be a cop. If you need to be interpreted exactly fucking every little so you, thing. If you have tinted windows that are more than, you know, that's the problem is now you're getting into semantics and people are going to start arguing with the cops on what's right and what's wrong. What they're doing is they're making it a blanket law and then the cop has can use his common sense to say whether that's two o'clock in the morning, there's no cars around and this guy's getting laid in the car. That's not going to hurt anybody. But if it's 100 percent. Yeah, that's I, wrong that's the good cop, the cop could do that i said that the cop lacked okay, common so sense tonight, in this case so tonight is a different night i'm doing my patrols just like any other i'm the cop i'm doing my patrols just like any other today i've got a supervisor sitting with me and he wants to make sure i'm doing the right thing well then so the supervisor should say what are you doing oh, that nah, supervises that no these common guys sense. have to these guys have to follow a very that's what's wrong the, with our country no, or the, the world the problem is is that they fucking they don't follow the law, that they don't know the law. No, That's no, why no, Ben, like you, you like an argue on this one. It's like the I'm military. Not, not I was argue. in the military, right? And, you know, the military is a, a different animal. You have to follow rules or, or the commands and stuff because there's more Very shit. Very strict rules. Well, because there's more shit going on than we know. 
And, and there's a zillion things going on in the military that you don't know. And they can't have you question things. You're not a civilian. You're a person who's defending the country, whether you're in another country, wherever you're at. And I remember being on a, on a Coast Guard ship boarding other country boats out in the middle of the Bering Sea. When I gave an order on my boat crew, it better have been followed. I, I, afterwards, you want to question me? You want to do something? Totally right. But at that moment, it got to be questioned. I actually had a guy ask me, question me, and then he goes, man, now I understand. Actually, I had another guy who became a, a boat captain or coxswain who did. Then he goes, man, I knew what you meant now. Totally had fun, fished, did shit. But when it came to work, came to things, because somebody can get hurt. Uh, we did what they call boat ops. Uh, now, we're laying 25 foot. Our, our motor surfboats would have to go over the side in davits and come down in seas and everything else. You fuck up, people die. That was a, who, what was that movie? I, there was a great movie that said, oh, oh, uh, uh, Jack Nicholson in, in A Few Good Men with Tom Cruise. Haven't you don't that. have the luxury of what I know. If I mess up, people die. You remember him on the stand? I, re I remember that great that line, fucking I movie. That movie. Great fucking movie. And he, 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 I got his point. I got his total point, uh, Jack. When, you know, I'm here to defend this country or whatever it is. A man had to stand to post. Why he had to stand to post and all that. I got it. My point is it, getting back to where we were in, in the thing. I understood that to this day, I understood why I had to do things, but I always had common sense. If we're playing around, we're going out fishing, we're doing this crazy shit, we're having fun surfing. You know, we did a lot of crazy shit too, and it was fun time, but there had to be that. Did you get time. away with any of that shit when <laughs> you were doing something? Got taught, get away, got and away if you didn't, if you didn't get away and it was a war situation where people would have died? You, no, not in the situation. You I have to have used common sense. Well, my, Last my, thing I heard about somebody who was in the military right here on this fucking wall in the after show, I heard that uh, a buddy of ours here had a train on a deaf girl. So think about it. It's like the had barracks. A what? Oh, okay. Barracks. Yeah. There's a deaf girl <laughs> getting fucked. By the way, this deaf girl is the daughter. A train, he means she was getting fucked by multiple guys. Yes. Uh, and, I just wanted to get the audio train. I thought, where's the locomotive coming from? The locomotive was the guy that told the story. Okay. So, <laughs> so this, this, huh? Stop, stop. So. <laughs> fucked up. So the fucking, um, so, so basically this deaf girl who was the daughter of a higher up there in the company. I'm not exactly sure what. Maybe. Go ahead, go ahead. Right. And they were all running a train on her. And that's perfectly legal to do that in the barracks. Because I asked. And, and right, that's perfectly legal. So I, don't, I don't think it is with, with another military person. Yeah, You know what? She wasn't a military person. They didn't fuck each other. Uh, they fucked her. I probably, I'll bet there's a guarantee there's a regulation says on, on the but premises. But they did it anyway. I, of course, I did it too. I was in the military. We had 10 women on a ship of 188 people. How, what the fuck you think's going on there? Sloppy pussies. Go ahead. <laughs> Sloppy pussies. Oh, know? yeah. I'm not kidding you. Guy's got uh, so, one so, girl. Well, if one girl got a, a, a disease, the reason multiple people did. Sure. The, the reason I, uh, I brought that story up is because I don't think the military is a good example for, for a cop trying to do his job. Okay. Well, I went back. I, the reason I brought the military up was once a police officer does nothing but the law or does certain things, he loses his common sense. We are supposed to be, listen, if, I think if I was a cop, and I think I'd be a great cop. I will protect you in your house when you're. Thinking, I think and if you'd I saw be a, a burglar, cop, but I think you'd be too lenient. No, because yes. I I would be hard on the things that are important. You'd be the people's cop. Absolutely. If somebody's prowling in that neighborhood or something, I see a guy walking here and he looks suspicious, and I understand suspicion. A uh, guy's got a bag and he's got a gloves on in Florida, <laughs> but whatever I'm saying, I, I see what's going on. 
I'm going to pull him over. I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to protect that neighborhood. I'm not going to fucking mess with the poor kid that's getting a blowjob in his car down, down on the beach. And I will ride by, maybe check him. If I see him, I'd probably ride by a few times. He's still there. I might check to see they're okay. And then they okay. They'll get a little tip view. You no, know, see, see what come I on, see. And, and I'd get out of there. And I really would. And then I'd smile. The first time I rode by, I'd be smiling like a motherfucker. I'd, I'd go do my patrol down wherever to see if anybody was prowling the neighborhood, so to speak. Uh, prowling, whatever I'm, word I'm using. Prowler. Prowler. Prowlering. Yeah, I don't even being know. Being a prowler. Being a prowler. Being a prowler. <laughs> but I what I would do, and I really mean that, don't I, come I, here for I English. would go down there and and you know, check my neighborhood, make sure thing, and I may come back, and if it's still going crazy, then I might go, Is you guys all right? Yeah. You've been uh, fucking for like eight yeah. hours. No, I wouldn't even say yeah, yeah. Have a have a great time, man. Be careful, kids. Whatever. Oh, that's it. And End then your supervisor hears about this and then you get fired. Well, then he's and, an asshole, and that's and, why I'm not a cop. And you're a paycheck to paycheck. I person. said that's why I'm not a cop. But that's why they do their job. Uh, listen, I did not say. I said there has to be common sense in all of our laws. These guys make fifty grand a year. If they were to lose that, they they lose. I everything. hear you, and, and and listen. That's why. But again, our law system or our people system or our how we put. Listen, the, we are. They're our brothers and sisters. They're our citizens. That's why I'm so adamant against the prison system. Or not against it, the way it's run, because those are our own fucking people. I won't argue with that. I I don't want to argue about the prison system, but I will argue when it comes to police. Again, no, it's the same theory. No. They are the people. They are our brother. I'll tell you a couple of things I believe in policing. Mm. I, I think if you police a city, you should live in that city or that area. You have to. Now you'll see Melbourne I police agree. cars I agree living in South Palm Bay. Yeah, the problem, Melbourne police car. The problem is I know, you have more economics people, and yeah. money and right. everything. And people. But you know what? If I had a city, I would say you have to live in this city. It's be- First of all, Florida is a, a lot huge di- difference for sure. Oh, Florida is a lot different than most places. Uh, I don't know. Maybe in the Midwest. I don't know. They take their cars home. You know, yeah. You know, you don't see that in New York City, of course. You know, there's two, two to a car. And nobody takes do. it. In Philly, they do. They take their cars home in they Philly. Do. Some, yeah. Like, oh yeah, it had to be some because there's way too many of well, them. Well, the only reason I know this is because I've seen cars like co- we know where the cop lives because the cop car was in front of the house at night. Well, maybe it's a special guy that like, does night. You're right. I feel like you have to have something to have your own. Yeah, because there's too many cops. Let me give you an example real quick. I used to work at Wawa when I was 16. Wow. And, and there was this one homeless guy uh, and a lady, individual, not together, that would come there all the time. And they would essentially beg. They would stand up front of the store and ask for money from people that came in and out. Now, that was we had a no loitering rule. So you had to go out there and tell them not to do it. And you know what? My common sense told me that these are hungry fucking people. And regardless if they're going to go fucking see crack, whatever, they needed that fucking money so bad that they would stand outside. So I would go outside. I'd give them hoagies and shit like that. Ah, good. And I knew that if I got caught. I'd get fired. So one day, this lady comes in. Her name was Missy. She came in. She uh, said, you know, you gave me a sandwich. My boss is standing right next to me. She says, you gave me a sandwich yesterday. I was wondering if you do the same, and I'll come back with money next week. And I said, no, I didn't give you a sandwich. What the fuck are you talking about? She's like, no, you didn't. Uh-huh. And I, you know, I'm trying to, like, fucking. Anyways, my boss had a conversation with me. We can't. We don't even let him loiter. You can't give him sandwiches, blah, blah, blah. But she said something to me. She said, but if I didn't see it, it didn't happen. Said okay. Oh, your boss said that. Basically, she gave me the okay. Good for her to do it when she's not around. You know, you know, Ben's again. The cops aren't like that because there's so many people above. Wait a minute, but I appreciate that so much from that lady. Let me tell you what a police chief who's my mentor, and people don't know it out there. 
I am actually an honorary police officer. Oh, they know it. I'm not talk about it. All. I'm a sworn <laughs> fucking police officer. Mm-hmm. People know I literally sworn in by the state of Missouri and uh, St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, yes. Lake St. Louis. My police chief, Mike, uh, Mike Force, I'll mention his name, the, the, the friend to this day, retired, and his deputy took over, who I know very well. I'm very close with the department. Uh, and he used to see his cops change a flat. That's what impressed me once. He, he said, I saw him changing a flat. I didn't say anything. Two weeks later, I brought his wife in, his kid, and a big meeting, gave him an award. He didn't know, gave him a like two days vacation because he actually did service for the community absolutely right that was outside of his job description yeah well again to his protect and serve he was a very very adamant about you connecting with the community in positive ways and he never gave out awards I'm to people who it, uh wrote the most tickets that. and all that shit my point to you is there are people there are departments there are leadership that do that and and i think that is the kind of people one City, you want to get down to fucking politics and why I hate this whole fucking goddamn shit? Because when I look at politics, we have a city in the, where I live. It's run by a city manager, but there's five councilmen that we vote for who are supposed to represent us in this city. Well, when I have a problem with a department, whether it's the cops, or the, I'm supposed to be able to go to my councilman, say to him, listen, this is what happened. This is bullshit. I wanted something. Is anything going to be fucking done? The problem is, city, I'll tell you who's got, uh, they don't do anything or they just, oh, they blow it off. And and city people run the cities when our representatives should really run the city. Do you know what's, you know, there's a city manager in this whole community and I'll mention his name. I respect him and he's the smartest guy in all of fucking Mel, uh, Brevard County. His name is Paul Alfrey. I don't know if you know him. He's the mayor of Melbourne. I, I know who he is. Okay, but. I know him. He, actually, he's an ex-coasty, too. <laughs> but I know him. Uh, smartest guy. I watched him get rid of a city manager who, who, had, who got so cocky and stuff. And, how, and it's not easy to get one of them because you got to get the votes. So how do you get the votes? Because there's a problem. We have the sunshine law in Florida. So you can't, I can't sit with you and you, you're both councilmen, and say, hey, Benz, hey, Jason, you know, we got a problem with this. Let me tell you what's happened. Let's get rid of them. We need your vote. Let me tell you why. You can't. You broke can't a law. You can't do that. Right. But, you know, this, the, the United States Senate can do, the uh, House, you know, House of Representatives can do that. Right. They actually do do that. And most they, states and city politics can do that as well. Some that, it's, yeah. a, it's a Florida it's thing. It's a Florida thing. Now, I get it for the fact of corruption, but, but here's the problem. How do you, as that one guy, get to these other people and let them know? It's supposed to be up on a dais. But nobody's going to sit there. Nobody wants to hear a guy ramble for fucking 10 minutes, you know, when they want to get out of their meeting about the city manager. And then the city manager starts plotting against you. You know, oh, man, I, we can't get this guy because it's my job. I'm making a hundred. And he's been around longer, down. right? And he's been around longer. And most politicians usually say this. I'll just wait him out. You know what I mean? Because he's got to run in four years. I don't. And, and if he's got the votes, he's, he kisses ass with three out of the five fucking councilmen. He's never losing his job. <laughs> and, and obviously, I think Paul Alfrey, who did the right thing, getting rid of a city man. Uh, he also got rid of the homeless Senate. And I love ho- helping homeless. But he put him, put him in another city because it was the right thing to do. Smart guy. And that's a politician that I, I can support because it's a common sense thing. And, you know, everything we're doing should be, I should, if you're my councilman, I should go to you. And if it's a legit thing, and if you're a councilman, you say, wait a minute. 
We're like, we're discussing something right now. What did he do? You know, you got a point, Larry. Let me go talk to the fucking chief. There are moving And I want to talk to this chief and say, listen, why are you bothering fucking people on the fucking... You, uh, uh, is that your philosophy, chief? Because if it is, you're not going to be liked in this community. Well, you no. can. You can do that. I said that. You can write him a letter. You can go... Absolutely. Speak, I speak should never run and ask a, a, a city head anything. No, go ask the chief of police. No, you ask your representative. That's who represents you in the city. You think the representative is going to care that you saw Again, the fucking couple? That is the problem. We don't have represent representation in a city. You need rep. Listen, if every you know, I do have a good rapport with the, the police and the citizens and what uh, and the department. It's because I got a little bit more coot or, or a little bit more clout. Let's say it, and they know not coot clout. Yeah, yeah. For sure. You know, I mean, so they think I don't want to just let me let me see it. But let me tell you what happened. They got rid of a city manager because of me here, and it was because I got mad at the, the department uh, for one time. So I researched how much they fucked up the fucking federal funds that police departments have to get. They have to spend X amount of percentage of dollars in federal funds. They have to spend it on community policing. They can't buy new cars. They can't buy new belts. They can't buy coffee That's cups. That's like uh, when they take money from drug deals and shit like that. Right. Confiscation funds. Okay. Now, there's, there's a whole policy and everything is done federally. I knew it from the feds. How that works. So they have to take X amount of that dollars. That now, now, the feds, if they have a DEA bust here and it's part of Palm Bay Police or whatever, everybody gets a piece of the action, so to speak. And that goes all over. I mean, they get a house, a drug house, and they got cash in it, and they, got, they sell the house. There's processes to do all of this stuff. Well, what uh, police agencies don't do is they don't spend that money correctly, most of them. Uh, once you look into them, you want to really get into your police department's business. You start, you ask, it's freedom of information. I want to know the budget allocation for everything in your budget. And you will get, I got stacks of fucking paper. I went to the fucking council, didn't do it anyone, did all that. I went to a council meeting. At, now, I stand up, I ask for my time. I mention all this right there. The fucking place is silent and people, holy shit. I, uh, they asked me for a meeting with the police chief, assistant chief, and city manager. I go, I, I never go in hot. I, uh, I don't have a grind to pick, meaning I don't hate people, but I will change things. And sure enough, I went there and I said, listen, put out the paperwork. Every paperwork. And I had to highlight it. It's their paperwork. They gave it to me. Okay, you have this on coffee cups. You have this. You only spent, listen, you only spent 12% this year. You spent 9% this year. Are you there as year. a citizen or are you there? Citizen. Okay. You only spent 9% this year. You only spent 12% this year. This oh, was a good year. You spent 15%. Well, then I break out the law. I says, unless you're telling me this is some other way that you're using community funds, community policing. They were silent. They go, holy shit. Anyway, I have a meeting with the chief of police, which was Moya at the time. And he goes, Larry, he goes, I didn't know how you were. You know, I went in and he goes, I have to give you a lot of respect. You come professionally. You know what you're talking about. And you were right. Any, anyway, the city manager was let go. Not, it was part of that. A part of a lot of things. She did. She was not prepared. Most again, department heads just because they get the job. Maybe how they much knew money somebody. does a city manager around here get? Huh, hundred and seventy thousand. Oh fuck! Do your fucking job. Thank you. Do your fucking job. Thank you. Uh, and 
city managers are supposed to see when you have what they call a, a regular city city managers are supposed to run a city not a council oversees that city but that city manager is supposed to go to them and say listen you see the building you guys want to approve we don't have enough police in the area we'd have to hire this many our roads aren't going to be able to take care of that because we're gonna have so much more usage we the roads aren't thick and managing city managers supposed to do that sure they don't that's what i expect them to do anyway yeah but they don't and that and here's the problem does the city the councilman, they're not supposed to know everything like that, but they're supposed to be briefed on that. Then they're supposed to make decisions. Okay, we have to disapprove it. Ba ba bum, numbers come up, and that's the end of it. When you don't have that and things keep getting fucked up, they just keep hiring from the wrong people. And that's, again, hiring issues. But I'm getting into so deep with politics or, or how it works. And, and that's why I'm jaded, though, uh, Benz. When I mean jaded, I'm so tired. I'm over it. I've seen the federal government work. I watched the prison system do shit. I'm, I'm 60 years old. I, I wish I was your guy's age because I think I'd have more. I have the fire, but not to, to really, really maybe run for office, maybe do the right thing. And again, here's my jaded. You run for office, you do the right thing, and then you can't get anything done because there's four out of five that just are jerk-offs. Well, you were talking to Pete about that. Right. And, and, and my, my problem, and I, I hate to be jaded, that's why I want to get to the young people and people, and I always say in every one of my shows, you laugh about it now. Hey, make good choices. And my choice- I laugh is, about it, but I think- But it's not, you know, it, I, I don't mean make good choices. To, I, I never say, hey, go make legal choices. I say make good choices because what you do in your own home, Jason does at home privately and this and sexually and everything has nothing to do with anybody else. As That's long as, good but, yeah, but good choices are legal choices, Larry. Not always. There are legal, uh, there no, are legal no, things that are not no, good no, choices. No. Can I give you a legal choice? That's not good choice. Can I give you? Go ahead. It is fucking legal to get slammed in your house, drunk as fuck, be belligerent, do anything you want, curse your wife, call a scumbag cunt in front of your kid. Is that doing the right thing? No. Thank you. That's legal. To freedom of speech. Absolutely. Not only freedom of speech. Freedom to get a- fucked up in your own home and talk shit. A- absolutely. I, now, you know, I, I don't see the problem. My, my point is, then, just because it's legal or just because it's illegal doesn't always make it okay, right. Okay, let me flip the script on sure. you. Now, now, give me a good choice that isn't legal. That isn't legal? A good choice? That isn't legal. Getting a blowjob. That's not illegal. Yes, it is illegal. It is not illegal. To what? To get a blowjob. Okay, fucking in the ass. Not illegal. I uh, want me to show up. I'm to break out the fucking Here in Florida? Blowjob. Here in, I will break here out in the Brevard ball. County. It doesn't matter. His no. state. No. It's not. So, how much you want to bet? I mean. Side listen, bet. I, here, Side I, bet. No, Even though it's, it's no a main bet. bet. It's a main <laughs> bet. I'll, I'll, I'll bet you this. I'll bet you that there is no fucking anybody Arrest. in the last you 20 years that's been arrested for fucking anal sex here in Florida. Or any fucking state. Okay, in this let me go something else. Let me go something else. Is it illegal to smoke a joint in your car on the beach? Yes. I don't think it's, it's wrong. It's a bad choice, too. That's not a good choice. Why? Because then you're going to be driving. Well, no, no, I didn't say drive. I didn't say drive. If I, I'm the passenger with you he's in hitting, your car. He's hitting me where it's warm. You know what I mean? He's but, going straight to but, the pot. But, no. You're a pot smoker. I'm a pot smoker. I smoke it legally. Why do you smoke it legally? Because I, I have. Did you know it's still illegal even though you have that license to smoke it in your car on illegal. the beach? Right. And oh, it's yeah, very right. illegal. Right. And even the state, it's illegal Can't to do smoke that in, in a public. Car. Right. right. Do you? Do you? No. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> My point to you again is there are things I when I say make good choices, I always mean common sense. 
But most common sense, good stuff is not going to get you in trouble. And and I hope it don't. Or right, I don't serious see, trouble. I don't want to see anybody get in trouble. I know you don't. What I'm getting at is we have gotten way out of whack. You could look at the fucking craziness going on in this world and say, what the fuck? It's all money. You want to talk about our debt and money and now we give billions of dollars to every country that has an issue. I get this geopolitics about. You know? do, you, do you think we're moving in the right direction at least? In the country? Oh, well, in the country as society. No. You can wear nipple pasties and walk the streets today. You could not do that in the 80s I, and 90s. Listen, I didn't say some things are better. Listen, Some things are better. Absolutely. In the military, it used to be if you got caught with a guy, there was no no ass to tell. You were kicked out. If you were gay in the Oh, uh, yeah. The under military. the cloud, whatever. You were gay, and you were kicked out. I don't, I, well, listen. It was what, don't ask, don't tell. No, 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 no. Before I was in, it was... You're out. You kicked out. So You're today we're much a, better off. There you go. Absolutely. There's a lot of things that get better. Okay. So now we're much better off than we were 30 years ago. Absolutely. So we are. Society is going in a in a In some things. Direction. I think we're getting too big. I think we're getting too many rules. I think we're getting too many. We, we're getting away from the things that I think people want to be left alone about. You know, the more we want. Okay. Take psychotropics. I believe in psychotropic drugs. Believe in what, in what way? In using them. And, and maybe therapy. What's the benefit? Psychotropics. I think most of your greatest people who have Are invented the most. You're saying psychotropics. You mean psychedelics? Psychedelics, psychotropics. You what is a psychotropic? Same I never thing. Heard it's, that. A, it's a class of drugs. Okay, gotcha. So you take a, all of this class of drugs. Do you know how many great things were invented on them? From Einstein to fucking. Einstein wasn't on fucking acid. I'm going to show you an article fucking, right there. Your article that some fucking guy wrote. Einstein never did a drug in his life. Do you believe in ayahuasca? Ayahuasca? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. I fucking pronounce it whatever you may want. I, I've, I've heard of people. Did you? Who, yes. You I, I, I believe that, that it can help people with PTSD and so on. So why not, why not let that happen? But they are. Actually, if you look at certain let things. Let it happen. Like, as far like as Washington. Concerned. I think it's Washington State. And I know D.C. Mushrooms are legal. Mushrooms. Mushrooms are illegal in most of the country. No, legal. Or illegal. Legal. L-E-G-A-L, good. legal. Good. I agree. Yeah. There are things that are good, but I think... No, there's no benefit to it, I don't think. I think it's uh, just to get it. high and... Well, and that's your opinion. Obviously, everybody has an opinion about it. If you've done mushrooms before, then you know what I'm talking about. I think it's, they're great. <laughs> it's not my cup of tea, but it's definitely I, 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 a tea. I, I, I like them. I like, you know, certain things. I only did it in Washington. I won't do it anywhere else. Well, because you know where it's legal. That, right. by, by the way, it's not D.C. It's Washington State. I said Washington and D.C. is legal. Really? Yes. DC. I didn't know Definitely about DC. DC. I know Oregon and Washington. Matter of fact, State. I know DC for a fact is legal. DC. There's only one District of Columbia in the United damn, States. Damn, damn, damn. So, uh, any, there's other things. Listen, you heard it here now. Here is here's a couple of things that I uh, like. I just think things work so slow. It takes, and, and I'm not saying this change. It takes generations. I I grew up a lot different than you guys. Sure, because I'm double your age and you know what i can feel some of the way you were raised or the way you grew up in our conversation just you and i and i can feel the way other friends like frank for example was raised when i have a conversation between you and i have a lot more in common than somebody who's only 10 years older than you oh yeah it's a generation every 10 years or so or 20 years here's why i think you and i have a lot of things in common we grew up in a very similar situation True. we grew up where our parents were working hard as fuck we both skated the law constantly we maybe hung out with the wrong crowd. We won't go into that right now. We we hung out with similar people, I think. True. Right? So you and I, I was pretty bad. So whether or not it was your generation or my generation, we had a lot of things in common. Now, you would not be able to have this thing in common with somebody who di who grew up and, let's say, was raised from 2000 on. Oh, no. Or raised Even in if, Arkansas. 
because the streets were different by the time they grew up, but the streets were somewhat similar by the times you and I grew up. The streets in Philly that I grew up in were very similar to the streets in New York that you grew up in. The world Just different. Ha- I mean, the yeah, world obviously. has changed so fucking much since I, I'm going to say about 2000 to about today. The world has changed so fucking much that people in their 30s and their 40s have a lot in common with people in their 60s and their 70s and their 80s. But kids that are 20 today have very little in common with me, have very little in common with even Jason, who's 32, I believe. No, uh, what, what you're saying, and I get it, is I think technology and I think a lot of things and information and everything, you know, there was no information. I remember we had a buddy we used to have to call. I used to call him from all over the country and when we had bets because he was like a human encyclopedia because there was no Google. There was no he was fucking, your Google. He was Google. Right. We talked about that. He's going to come on the show. He was my right-hand man, Tommy, Fat Tommy. With sports, the guy was the smartest guy I've ever met. I mean, was he part he's of like your, my brother, uh, but made my brother. Was, was he better than my brother. Was he part of your phone room? Yeah, well, no, in the phone room. He was my crew <laughs> down in South Florida. Gotcha. And he'll tell his whole story. And we talked about that, him coming up and all that. There's no problem. And he always said, man, I remember being in the FBI headquarters and seeing Larry. And, like and, and then they let the me show. go. And they let me go, you know, because I wouldn't tell. But, uh, you know, thinking back to all of that and technology is, listen, that was the biggest thing of my, my prison. I, you know, my prison, when I went in 96, got out in 2007. I mean, that was like the information explosion age between that time I was in. It's so different now. Things change, but not at that rapid right. pace. I mean, like. They're still from, changing fast. But, but they're not like the big changes. Oh, that- like porn on fucking uh, a touch a button. Or fucking, uh, you know, getting information. I mean, there was no fucking Google. You How to communicate. Know, today, you know what's happening on the other side of the world in real time. Yeah. Back then, you had to wait for the 6 o'clock news. And, you know, it, it's good. It's so good. So I don't want to say it's bad because, look, it's helped countries with insurrections. They get through with Twitter or whatever fucking social media. People tell done. you what's actually happening rather than what's yeah, being reported. Yeah, well, again, because I'm jaded with medias. I'm jaded with governments. Governments, I think are slow to react to what everything goes on. I mean, I think... The They're getting there, though. Yeah, but tell me why. Just tell me, anybody out there you fucking want to ask me, email me. Why in the fuck does the federal government not legalize marijuana when 80% easy. of this United States wants it legal? It's an easy. Money. Well, money is one thing, but they'll get a lot of tax money, so that's not it. They would have to let a shit ton of people out of prison at once. Absolutely. Well, that's and these people point. might have been in originally for, I've, I've heard people say this. They, they've been in originally for, let's say, 10 pounds of marijuana. But since they've been there, and you know this, they had to stab somebody, they had to do this, they had to do what they had to do to survive. You know, I'm and glad you brought that up. That's very true. And what happens now is if they're going to let all these people go, these are people who have now seen bad things that could potentially now be bad people who originally were not because they were just moving wow. fucking marijuana. You're deep, but you're right. It's deep, but it's true. You're 100% right. I think that's why they don't do it because they would have to spot, swallow their own spit and they'd have to do it slowly and in front of the whole country. Look at this. Whole world. A big gulp of we were wrong. You know, you're so right because all the other countries and, and so many people are, are way ahead of us. And we're, we're very stubborn people. Uh, you know, I got to give Obama a lot of credit. He let out the most people of nonviolent drug offenders out of any president, period. I think he, I think he pardoned more people than anybody. 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 I think all, he did about, all combined or about something About 1,800 like that. people. I, what, I think it was more than all combined. I paid attention. And I believe in that. And I believe that a lot of wrongs could be righted uh, by doing that. But you, you, you made the greater point, and I, I don't even bring that up. 
It's easy to say, okay, let the let, let the drug offender. And the reason this is because I'll tell you why. When I was, I testify sometimes for the Innocent Project or, or, or lawyers who are trying to get people out of prison. And uh, I interview the person in prison and I ask, you know, because, you, you know, what happens is they'll go in front of a judge and say, Your Honor, this man's been in prison nine years. He's never had an infraction. And look, he's good. He's ready for society. And that's such a, a, a bullshit way to look at it because the 20-year-old kid that was trying to get, you know, say we're trying to rape him and he had it, like you said, stab somebody. Survive, yeah. and, and I watched that. And, and is that guy a bad guy? You know, he did what he had to do. No. No. And you're now going to deny him because he couldn't adjust to society. But you put him there and you put him there with misjustice. We have the fucking worst criminal justice system because of this reason. Uh Young people who go to prison and what we do to, to young people, in my mind, is not rehabilitate them. And we try. And then we use, we're the only country that actually will charge somebody. I don't know any other country that charges someone for an attempted escape or escape. We charge it's them. It's human if, nature to escape. It's human nature. They say it in every fucking Germany and Sweden. No, and they Finland. say it right here in this country. It's been psychologically evaluated. It's human. It's, if you got a life sentence, what do you want to do? Get yeah. the fuck out. Well, oh. Okay, I was wrong. I, I did marijuana. Let me just go live my life. I ended up living my life, obviously. But that is fucking insane. Did you ever try to escape? No. I, I thought about it. Maximum security. It's fucking I thought, damn near impossible. No, 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 have no, you, no. Have no, you known no. anybody to escape? No, I know I know. attempted. Attempted. Yeah, yeah. And these guys. I used to, on the East Yard, I used to let them fucking open. I, I'd cover for them when they're unlocking a gate that can get to a, we had a blind spot in Atlanta where there was a tower and it was close to the tower so the guard couldn't look down. And it was called the East Yard. I had like three jobs I was just talking about in prison. Uh, three, four, whatever the jobs you had. The kitchen was the mobsters and we used to fill napkin holders and steal food. But the, uh, we used to fucking, uh, there was East Yard and I used to, Use the little sweeper with the fucking thing. You pick shit up it. And I used to be, I got that job so I can bring things through the metal detectors with drugs and knives and stuff like that because you can't get through the metal detectors. And the guards got to know you sitting around while everybody, oh, then the move come and you start working. You get a guy drop something, you put it in there and, you, and I can walk right through the metal. Lord, get out of the metal detector. Come on. You know, and let him come. Well, it's because you're going back and forth all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but right, yeah, right. And then I'd walk, they got to the point you walk around. They, they just know. Whether they knew what we were doing or not, probably did, but they didn't give a fuck, you know, because they're just doing their job, too, some of them. Now, they were corrupt. Then. Common sense said that they should have paid attention to you, though. A lot of common sense. That's contradictory <laughs> to what you were saying with no, the no, on no, the beach. No, 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 no. It depends on what we were doing. You know, you're bringing the knife to kill someone, or you're bringing the protection. But, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. And, and you're right about that, what we do with our young people and put them in prison. That's why I get so mad at this country when we talk about human rights at any other fucking country on the planet because we have the world's worst prison system and it is our own people we are doing it to. And if that's not human rights, what the fuck is? I agree. You know, they talk about Sharia law. They talk about Khashoggi. They talk about this shit. I, listen, I, I, I feel for them, and I do. But you gotta feel for your own first. You know, I wrote an article. It's called in Abu. It's called Abu Ghraib, and I compared the United States prison system to Abu Ghraib, which was the prison in Iraq when they were electrocuting those fucking guys. Is that and, article you know, online somewhere? Yes, yes. I'll, I'll print it for you. Know I mean? And that's what got me really fucked up in prison. Meaning, I wrote that article I was in prison, and they fucking tortured me for that. That that's the bad part of it. But you know, I think Don't back. Print it. But huh? send me a link. I'd like oh, to yeah, see I'll, it. Don't print that. That's don't the print old it. time. <laughs> Fucking print it. print it. Yeah, I will send it to you. It's a great article. Larry and, has a printer, everybody. It's right here. I, I sure do, and I use it. 
<laughs> and then throw the paperwork out. Right, exactly. But, you know, it, it's, but there's so many human rights and so many stuff like that, that it, 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 you think back and you say to yourself, what the fuck? Does that make sense? What the fuck? Why are we doing this to our own people? And we're not doing anything about it. You take the drug laws in the United States. Now, listen, other countries have drug laws, so I, I have nothing. You go to Japan or you go to a China or we know Russia, you get caught with rosin, you go to prison for 10 years. But you know the law. Don't live there if you don't. I mean, I don't know how they, their citizenships in Norway. We live in a place where you shouldn't happen, but we're doing it anyway. When you put a person in prison for life for weed, like you said, remember Randy was on our show and he talked about, I said, it's not going on anymore. He goes, no, I'm in a court case. I was just sitting in a court case for 200 pounds of weed yeah, and the yeah. guy's getting life. I mean, think about that now. So we're doing what they're doing and just trying to make it legal, like going in front of court. You know, we do it here. So let's not fucking just say it's everywhere. Oh, it's not 10. You want to get semantics? Oh, but that was only rosin by a professional basketball player. Well, you knew the law. Well, that's only 10 pounds of weed by a fucking guy that is a citizen, but he's getting 20 years in prison. He also knew the law. I said, and right. he, but he's getting 20 years in prison. So it's semantics. Everything's semantics. And, and how you do that. If it's not violent and there's a marijuana charge involved, I think it should be dropped. I, listen, I, I, I came up with a plan uh, years ago in prison. I said, any drug case, I don't give a fuck if it's 20 keys of coke. The first offense you ever do, if you want to do it, you do it three years. Three years. Nonviolent. Again, nonviolent. Nobody rapes. Nobody hits. Nobody gun. Nobody putting guns to heads. Nothing. Selling, you know, kids. You got fucking, you're a drug dealer and you get caught with 10 keys. Three years in prison. Period. Full three years. No good time. Boom, boom. Education. Rehabilitation. Right then and there. The minute you walk in that door, you do three years. And you can be real about to educate, maybe, you know, because most drug dealers are very smart, obviously. So you do that. Okay. He gets out. Fuck, that wasn't bad. Does it again. Don't give him more. Seven years. Seven years. Start it out. Try it again. Another rehabilitation program. Try different things. Ex-cons will come in, have lives. Okay. Gets out. Does it again. Non-violent. No guns. Nothing. Anything. Bam. What does he do? Gets 10. Does 10. By that time, he's did 20 years in prison, and he's probably aged out of crime. Right, right, right. They, there's an age-out number. They, they, I think it's sure. in the 40s. That You just get tired. You know, it's, it is. So now that guy's did his 10. You still never heard him. He's not a threat to society, per se. All oh, drugs are a threat to society. That was the biggest fucking lies. You know that from the 80s. Well, they've made drugs bad for society with this bullshit. When Absolutely. you make it illegal, you're going to... People have their way of getting things done. Well, it, it, it's it. What I what I meant by society is the uh, we. What do we consider bad for? Yes, is rape. Yeah. Listen, I am the first guy to tell you I belonged in prison. Yeah. First you one to tell it all you the that, time, and man. I did. I was a bad guy, violent. I had a fucking. I I, I had no con. I think I was a fucking brain dead man. I don't know what I was, but I look back now at, at and I, I was Jason's age. I, you know. I went to prison at 34 years old. He's 32. Boy, I was in the heart of my fuck. You did not want to cross me at that point. It was a bad, bad man. And I'm not proud of that. I, it, you know, I don't regret it. I, it's who I am. But I wish it could, I could have been a different person. Sure. Or learned differently and stuff. I learned from a lot of criminals. But I also had that edge of fucking violence. And it, a lot of, uh, again, every psychologist talks to me. Oh, it was when you were abused. 
I don't bully, but I don't buy excuses. I really don't. I don't give myself an excuse. I went to prison, never complained one day. Joe Firmini, I'll bet, used to tell you that every day. Because, Larry, you're the only man I've never, ever heard say, oh, fuck, you know. No, I'm more now, and I'm, I'm free, you know, trying to change the system and wanting young people to uh, uh, get better or uh, do different things. But, you know, I, it's, it's never going to change when I'm alive. Listen, it's not. I get it. And that's why I have to catch myself when I get too crazy and I have to, you know, sit back and do my business. And I, you know me, I jump into work. I do something differently. And I, I but I like to go places, enjoy myself and do what I'm going to do. And I, knowing I could get arrested sometimes. Listen, I don't do anything where I can get arrested. Yet. Do I do certain things? Yes. But I don't sell drugs. I don't fucking uh, rob things. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing anything that's going to. But sadly, I could go to prison for shit that's bullshit. And like that, what? You don't do anything illegal now. Listen, if you do certain drugs, it's illegal. Right. But well, you just got to do them in the right place where it's not. Well, the <laughs> sad part in America, it's, it is illegal everywhere. Yeah. Well, even federal, your house, right? Even it's your federal, house, yeah. yeah. Even your house, and 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 I don't I don't believe in that, you know. But it's hard for me to. I have to weigh a lot in my life, you know, where I'm at in my life and how much time you have. I really do, and uh, what's worth it, what's not. That's why I don't like drama in my in my personal life, and I won't have it. And that's why I do things personally. You've had enough drama to make sure I don't have to have drama in my life. I, I do, you know what I mean by that, personally. And 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 I, I won't do it. That's why I'll never, you know. You guys, we joke about certain things. It's it's over because I don't want drama. And I understand drama deep. Did many? I don't make rash decisions about major things in my life. I don't. I'll make decisions in this business about rash. Let's do it. Fuck it. Try it, Junior. Right. Yeah, shorts go. Do do this. Do right, that. right, right, right. But when it comes to something like major, like a, I, I think long and hard. You make it seem like it's easy to get you to do shit. No, it's not. You know that. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. But once you do it, you do it. You know, and, and, you, and you accept the consequences. Everything I do, I accept the consequences if I get caught. I really do. And sure. that's it. And I won't complain. I want to get out. And I hope my friends will bail me out. But <laughs> got you, Larry. I think they all got me. Yeah. But my point I, 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 you know, this life, this world is for you. You're, you're getting a little older. Once you, I think once you hit the 40 I'm mark. 36. Again, once you hit, wait, when you hit 40, as in, it's like, that was always, that was, I was in prison when I hit 40. And you, you, it wasn't like you feel different. I was in the greatest shape of my life. But you start thinking, you know, more uh, mortality. You know, your kids will be a little older. Everything will be a little, and, and once your kids are set, he, Jason's at the time where he's just figuring shit out. Really is. Because not many people have it figured out at 22, 25, 20. That's bullshit. No, I mean, you always feel like you do. But yeah, but the fact you don't. Of, yeah, the fact is. You is know you it every day now. Yeah, it's every day, man. Every day. And, and, and all I always say, good advice to anybody is hang around with good people. And, and again, good people can be whatever people you, you are, but that are, or have the best interests of you at, at heart. Right. In some way or another. And right. don't get People me wrong. actually care about you. Yeah, in, 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 in some way. Obviously, families. Easier said than done. I know a lot of people Very who, true. who struggle with getting that person that cares about them in their life. Yeah, it is true. Very I want to switch gears. Go ahead. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the cruise that's coming up. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's do that. So the cruise has been in the descriptions of all the last couple, Last three. Last three uh, shows. Yeah, I, who put it in there? You did, Larry. Good job. <laughs> you guys also, you misspelled uh, Oliva. 
Oh, he right. wrote Olivia. No, I did. O L I V A. You know the guy knows Olivia? Oh, it was you. Okay, yeah, I had to change that for you. Um, I got an email at like fucking midnight from Corey, like, hey, you dummies. Did he really Spon- say you're that? sponsored by? No, he didn't call us dummies, but he did say we, we had it uh, misspelled. Um, so it wasn't Larry. Now I know that it was Jason. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said, what do you? I, I, so I know how to spell it. The cruise. Yeah. Um, I can't wait. Oh, me neither. Matter of fact, today, when I get off this phone, uh, this show. Yeah, phone. A phone show. <laughs> I'm getting on a phone and booking it. And I, I don't know if we could do that. That's the problem. I was told that if you can book it, we're going to book hours. The, to book, uh, what's it called? Uh, the one for the people, yeah. you might have to have a name. Yeah. So, and, uh, but. We'll figure it out. Matter of fact, I'll tell you what's happening. And it was my bad last weekend. I'm going to get the phone number and it'll be in the description of who to call. If anybody wants to come on the cruise, this is going to be, I don't care if there's five of us. I don't care if there's 20 of us. I don't care if there's a hundred of us. It's gonna it be is going to be a debauchery. fucking party. I know that I probably will sleep very little. I will same. drink and party with everybody all night and dance and and, and have a good time. Larry and tell stories. You know Don't. what I mean? Get in a room. Tell, you know, some people hear stories I can't tell. You know. Yeah, yeah, listen. You've when, heard some. When you're I, outside of the show, you, there are some stories that, you know. I, I just don't want to tell for a lot of different reasons. And so I can't wait for that cruise. And I can't you, wait either. If you want to go on the cruise or at least have a chance of going on the cruise, thatbends.com forward slash giveaway. That's for the free cruise. That's, you can still come is what entry. I was telling. People could come anyway. I don't know how expensive. You can make it cheap as you want. Obviously, get an inside room, you do can, all that. You can buy, and people already have. You can buy your cruise tickets. The cruise information is in the description. And we'll have a phone number for a travel agent or some kind of something. Yeah, it's a person. Well, see, what happened was we went too late with them to be like a big deal, like where we got a whole group rates and all. We couldn't, couldn't do that. Right, because we waited too long. We waited too long. Uh-huh. My, did you know what they told but me? But wait, they can still go and... Oh, and, and, absolutely. And right. listen, go online yourself. Check it out. Go get an inside cabin. You're not going to be in your... If you can handle that. It, get it. I can't, claustrophobia. But if you can get an inside room, go get one or get one, you know, a little portal inside window. Inside cab is, is like... Cheap. Come yeah, on a box. Really not even. You know, a couple... About, yeah, two, but the three, winners... The winners will get a room. Oh, they're going like to get a balcony. A balcony, because we're all going to get balconies. And- yeah, so you're going you're gonna to have a balcony room uh, and they'll be up near us, too. Yeah, so, for you know, sure. All that. So we're going to have so much fucking we're have fun. dinners together, drinks together, nightclubs together. It'll be a fucking hoot. We're going to come up with a whole bunch of shit. May, I, I'm even was thinking somehow, since we got the t-shirt company... Mm-hmm. Maybe get some t-shirts for the cruise Just us on the oh, cruise Oh that would be fun I always, You know what I mean Like I everybody always, can wear it one night No Who's this fucking crazy crew You know The fucking uh, Real deal crew you you, know? Every time you, When you're on cruises You always see people wearing matching fucking shirts. Right You'll That's see a group thing. come in with 10 How about ours Everybody saw, Everybody we know walking on there We'll know right away That motherfucker's with us We'll, we'll know that Or they the, get the debaucheries. t-shirt when they get there Right. You know what I mean? And then we all, one night, we say, let's wear it one night. We're all on deck. What a crew we're going to have. Where did this That'll be fun. So if you're going on the cruise, mail, uh, email us, fuck at thatbends.com or Larry at realitycheckprogram.com. Fuck at thatbends.com. Bad choice. That's a great choice. <laughs> or uh, Larry okay. at realitycheckprogram.com. Put podcast in the subject and let us know that you're going on the cruise and give us your shirt size. We'll get your shirt. I, I had a couple of emails about the podcast. I was going to bring them up, but now nah, we're not. The uh, we're good. I mean, you know, nothing bad, obviously. Just different things. You know, the, some with the crew. I get a lot of. I got a lot of messages. I try to reply to most of them. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I actually, I do a lot. Uh, I'm going to do more. I, you know, with the YouTube rep we have, uh, I'm going to do more live. 
More YouTube lives? Yeah. Cool. I got to do a few more lives. And, you know, Discord is just an extra thing. I think, you know, you you do it. And I don't, I get it. I wish they'd come. Let's say all those people are on the YouTube one. Uh, no, I, well. But it's different. Yeah, There's a whole a different, different platform. People right. like to spend their time in different places. And, 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 and that's cool. Yeah. And, and and I do too myself. You know, it's just, my thing is time. Everything is time. Mm-hmm. How much time do you have in a fucking day? You know, but I do live and breathe what we do. I mean, obviously we do. Everybody here really does. I want, what's going on with the after show? It's going. Oh. What's up, buddy? Okay, I got the, that's a good one. They got the smiles with each other. They got to get it rocking again really yeah, No, no, we're, we are. I mean, we're, we're, we're. With time again, you just you just got done hmm. saying how many hours are in a day, and uh, we're uh, trying. Uh, we're we're gonna get together. We're gonna give you guys some good content. We've got some good ideas. We've got some good guests that we're gonna bring on. One one of the guests has a super interesting story for the after show. For or, the after, well, show. why don't we bring him on a May show? Oh, because I this is more of a, a, a after show type thing, and I'll tell you why. Um, yeah, tell tell the audience why. Tell it. I'll tell you why. So, okay, tell, I'm ready. Show. Oh, why you can't tell it? Well, it's because you don't pay attention. I think I might have already told you this. I, I don't pay attention? Sometimes. I might not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You might not. No, um, I might not acknowledge, but I pay attention. So, if, especially if it's something important. Well, this is, this is a guess that I think Jason and I will have a good time with. Um, okay. He, uh, as a matter of fact, don't tell me. Well, I want to tell the listeners. Yeah, tell you this, but don't so tell me because I want to hear it now. I want to listen to that show. All right, fine. So I won't How's tell that? you guys about it, but I'll tell Will you. Will it that. come quick? Would it, would next yeah, few shows? With, yeah, within, maybe the next show. So, okay, from the Okay, good. Whatever he, number it is. He is currently on house arrest and is looking for a timeout so he can come over here. Yeah, you, <laughs> you don't pay attention. That's the problem. He knows about him. He's met him. Um, did I meet him? You did not meet him. Okay. Jason has. Anyways. Okay. So we, we have a good guy. I mean, we know so it. many people in trouble with the law, so it could be. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this one specifically, you don't know. Anyways, he's got an incredible story. I won't bore you too much with it right now. We'll get Is to it. Is he coming on the live? Show. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? In the studio. Yeah, he'll be in the studio. Good. Done. I don't want to know. All right. I so don't want to be here. Uh, tell me. To the show. But tell me. Tell me I leave because we'll let, 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 let the audience know. We use the studio, obviously. You know, they'll do an after show, but we got one studio. It's not like we have a studio. I, when they want to do a show, I leave. I get in my RV and I leave. But these motherfuckers made me leave the other day. Didn't do their fucking show. That was Jason's fault. Oh, look, each point at each. I, 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 you're not allowed. It's you Jason's said no, Mike. So you can say everything you want now. Just Jason. <laughs> Jason, we had we had everything planned out. We were gonna go do it, and then he oh. <laughs> he texted me and was like, something came up. I can't go. Oh, uh, wow. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, you know, what, what are you going to do with people like Jason who are just sometimes are available, sometimes they're not? I don't know. You know, I, I want to hear about this on the After Hours show. <laughs> you know, when you have this guy, I want to hear it on the hours. But really tell me, let me know. Give me that, you know, like you do. You've been, and well, I will well, go on. Because well, well, you we'll guys let, could tape it any time. We'll let you know so you can get the fuck out, yes. Yes. And, you know, just make sure mom knows. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, out. yeah. We'll let her know. We almost killed your mom. We almost killed your sister. With oh, I know. Random heart attack. You know, you're, you're lucky. My sister's a, 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 a Republican with guns. She's a gunslinger. I know. Yeah, she told so, me. If, she, so said she, she, said, she told me that I was two seconds away from being shot. You know, it's funny. She, she, she lives down in, in Grant. So she's got three acres or something. So they're on. guns. Huh? Well, they shoot and whatever. And uh, they had a couple kids or somebody that very shady. Think my sister didn't give a shit? Comes out. Hey, and she... You got about three seconds to get off this property. And she had a, a firearm. 
they fucking ran because she the fuck shot the motherfuckers she on your sounds property. Like, she sounds like Forrest Gump in your story. Well, yeah, in my story, but she got a New York Y'all accent. Y'all got to get out of my property before I shoot you. Let me see. She lives in such a rural area. You know, she lost her dog. I got uh, killed by a rattlesnake. By a rattlesnake? Yeah, big, big dog, too. Beautiful, man. I got pictures of it and everything. It's a damn what, shame. But the dog tried to save, well, it thought it was saving the, 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 the daughter, who's older, 30-year-old, your age, older than you. No, your age. Whatever. She's born in 88. Yeah, I'm older. Yeah, 85. Seniority over here. Okay, Mr. Seniority. Jesus Christ. He's the youngest. All right. So anyway, she. what happened was that my, the, my, my niece thought the wires, you know, they had wires going on because it's on that strip. That's where they walk. You know, they're going through all the shit where the wires go. You know, you know what I mean, right? So anyway, what happened? She thought she, she heard the, the rattle, but thought it was the wires snapping. It's talking about the power lines. Yeah, the power lines. And what happened was that the dog knew and went right to get between her and the rattlesnake. And the rattlesnake was six, seven feet long, huge, and fucking went up and got the dog in the face. Holy shit. And it's a big dog. Nice, beautiful dog, uh, a Bobo. No, not Bobo. Uh, Score. <laughs> His name was Score. So anyway, Score get, and then wobbled and went down. Oh, man, it was a traumatic experience for my niece. And so Score died, and a, she was screaming, and my sister wasn't home. The neighbor came over. They all got fucking guns out the ass, and he come over. He's got the overalls with the fucking thing. You know, I mean, you know, old time fucking... And he came over and, and it screamed and he killed the fucking rattlesnake. Before the rattlesnake got out of there, he killed that fucking rattlesnake. Shot it? Shot it and killed the fucking snake. And uh, my sister came home. Obviously, it was a tough thing. They buried. I got the pictures of the buried, you know, you know, snake killed and all that kind of stuff. You know, it, it's just. They it, buried the snake? No, yeah, yeah. I mean, killed it. No, just shot it and fucking got, you know, they, you know. Get you got rid- pictures of the dad's, dead yeah, snake? Yeah, dead snake. Yeah, you got Jeez. pictures. Yeah, it's pretty cool, actually. But anyway, uh, it, so that's where they live. But when she says he's in this house, she are you coming here? Shoot me. She's just, you know, she's packing. She packs in the fucking thing a bag. I know. She told me. She said I was a couple of seconds away from being Well, shot. you know what? I told her that. And she knows this. I said, Debs, you can't have that gun. Don't leave it here. Don't put it on the counter when I'm around. She knows. All right, well, you, I remind motherfuckers. Enough fucking felons come in, in yeah. and out of this house. Too. She knows that yeah, no guns here. Yeah, yeah, there's no guns. You ain't going to ever find a gun in this house. And you get me in that. <laughs> Find other stuff and another gun. Anyways, the cruise. Um, okay. Yeah, let's let's go wrap that up. We got the cruise coming, and the cruise is November eighteenth to the twenty first. But look in the description below, right. please. Look in the description below. All these shows. I'm gonna. I think I put I put it in our videos too. I'm putting it in my oh, uh, YouTube videos. Good, good. Uh, if not, it will be done today, and all videos will have that. I think it's in there. Maybe at least I said. To, let's see who did their job. Uh, and if it's there, thatbends.com slash giveaway. Thatbends.com slash giveaway. And Larry the reason only we're saying that is because we're giving a free cruise away. And and if you buy the box of cigars when they come out, can you? Is that is that website up this week? Uh, yeah. Good. We're done. Be, is, you know, yeah, good. Good enough. That's all it counts. It's coming up. If you buy a box of cigars, ten you get ten free entries to the giveaway. Um, plus you get these awesome cigars and, and a t-shirt and a t-shirt. That's right. And you're only going to get that t-shirt if you're one of the first 500 people to buy a box. And that, you know, someone asked me about that. Just, uh, I got to mention it. I talked about that. We have a cigar club coming up and that's going to be an exclusive thing. And here's why. When I see that shirt on somebody, I know they supported us from the beginning. 
That's number one. You see it. You go, oh, that fucking support. Wherever we're at, 500 of them. Somebody asked me, are we going to do like a different version because we're going to build a cigar club? And I, I thought maybe an idea. Run maybe, that by but, you. Not, but not part of the original ones. The original, the, the ones that are coming out on the 500 first boxes, those are literally it. Do you know I think we get them today? Oh, no. Uh, we no, pick no, them no. up. Junior told you, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like the 20th? I'm keeping tabs on all that shit, okay, Larry. Good. You don't want There you it, go. Oh, <laughs> that sounds good. Anything else going on? And that's it. That's all I got. Um, we will have an after show coming here shortly. The- I want Now I'm excited. I really am excited to hear this guest. Awesome. Uh, I'll let you know when that's live. Let it go. Whatever it is, the show is the show. As long or short as it goes. Um, at Real Larry Lawton on Instagram. At yeah. Real Larry Lawton. At that Ben's on Instagram. Add us, message us. We want to know yeah. how you feel. We love everybody that listens. Uh, you guys, come on a cruise with us. I can't wait. Here's a great thing, too. Keep the suggestions coming. I get a lot of video suggestions, actually. And some of them are good. Some of them are not, you know, obviously. But keep them coming, man. We love it. I, I read that, and I, and I see, hey, I got a video suggestion. It clicks in my mind. I write it down. You know, I send it to Junior, and he puts it in our content plan, right. and, and, and we and we look at it, and then I, I go, okay, I, I, oh, that's a good one. And you know, I've, the Jared Fogle interview, which did very well. I mean, the video was, wasn't an was interview. Was, Fuck was, that guy, huh? Jared Fogle isn't that the guy, the subway dude? The fuck yeah! I, I did a video on him. Pedophile. You know? I said I did a video on him. That was suggested by a fan. Right, that was a good one. Very good video. I mean, did well. I so mean, send your well. suggestions. That's what you're saying. Absolutely. Gotcha. Other than that, check us out on all that stuff. And nothing else going here. You listen to the After Hours show. Have a great day, everyone. Please make good choices. And we talked about that today. Have a great day, everybody.